We're going in. Call. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Caution, retards in area. What, 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 what's new? What are you doing, Hafe? Hey, what's new? Back in the house, Monday yes. night in the hideout, Roll Radio 104.1, raring to go. We invite you to come on in to this little safe place where there is no terrorism. The hideout. 407 star one zero four one. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. All right, here we go. Hefe uh, Dubs with you. Also, two Chunks Corolla executive producer is working on a very, very big thing for us. We'll talk to him in just a bit. Tommy Bateman, our director on top of the talk and roll controls. Matt Albert, third mic, ghost writer. And uh, we got uh, the unpaid producers here. Manhole who was uh, lifted. He was actually given a promotion while you were gone. Was he? Manhole on the phones, and also uh, C-Lane, who is updating the podcasts on iTunes. If you go to uh, the podcast section, search The Hideout, you'll find five categories. You can download them all, Jake. Please do. Um, All right. Man, there's so much to talk about on this Monday night. I don't even know where to begin. A lot of people are already saying they like soundboard dubs better. Do they? Yeah. So, uh, not exactly. I'm happy funny about in it. all forms. Uh, Do you still have the soundboard, or is it uh, gone now? I don't even know how it works. Has it been fired? I wasn't in my booth. It was let go. Mm. Uh, however, J Dubs, let's see, what do we want to get to tonight? Uh, I want to point you to fullblownage.com, where you can. Um, where you can end up getting a whole bunch of ringtones for free from the hideout. Hideoutheretics.net has old videos and audio. And now on RealRadio.fm, Real Radio TV. I was just watching it, watching myself get ready for the show. I think... I, I look wonderful. I honestly... Don't be Mo. I really want uh, you guys... Uh, p- people want you to turn up the lights so you can see yourselves a little bit more. They really want to see you guys. Let me go There's check a shadow it out to the right of J-Dubs, I've noticed. <laughs> it's huge. It's almost like it's a black hole for comedy. Oh, wait. Mm, it's Matt Albert. That was mean. Uh, here we go, J-Dubs. All right, let's see here on this Monday night. What do we want to get to? What do we want to start with? Oh, I know. Congratulations to the Phillips File for just a fantastic event on Saturday night. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Tuesday, we were talking about like having to dress up, and I wasn't so excited about that. But I went out there, and I know, Tommy, you probably had a great time. It was the uh, Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament, and it was just... I'll tell you this about Real Radio really quickly. And I was talking to Chris Kantmeyer, our big boss, about mm-hmm. this. Just how diverse Real Radio is. The week last week started with extreme midget cage match wrestling and then ended in the uh, ballroom of Church Street for this Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament, which is really kind of, I'm going to say high class, yeah. but also a lot of fun. I got so drunk. 
Uh, did she really? Just incredible. And so did my chick. She was hanging out with uh, Russ's uh, wife and I believe Black Bean's girlfriend. And we were out there and just had so much fun. I I actually did pretty well. Did you? I knocked how, out. How far did you make it? I I think technically it would have been like second, third table. Okay. I knocked out about four people, mm-hmm. requiring them to buy back in, which then in turn raised more money for the mustard seed. Because if you get knocked out in the first hour, you could have bought back in for $50, so $50 no- donation. And so I knocked out like four people from there. And uh, then left one side, one guy so uh, low that he, he then had to add on after I had knocked him out twice. So he bought back in even before he got knocked out because he knew it was coming. Exactly. So in essence, I raised you know an extra two fifty three hundred. Wow. For uh, the mustard seed just by my fantastic poker playing, but dude, it was such a good time. I really had such a good time out there, and I'm already looking forward to next year's. I even talked to Jack about this. Mm-hmm. I think you televise it. Because poker is so much fun to watch. I think if you put in the extra money that it would take to get the tables, even if you just had the feature table, you know what I mean? Usually you have one, two feature tables that have the cameras that allow people to see the hands, and you also make that for the final table. You put it on Bright House, um, you know, for the next, you know, I don't know, maybe a week or two later. Maybe people can call in while they're watching, raise more money. I think it's a fantastic idea, and I think the little investment as far as like TV cameras go in the in the playing tables would make that much more money for the mustard seed next year. Cameras would be great at that, and uh, we have the cameras in here, and I've already got uh, people saying, Matt, stop picking your nose. I'm not picking my nose. I'm biting my nails. It's a difference. Well, I, I God, guess... I hate these cameras. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Matt saw someone else picking their nose on this uh, on this web stream, too. Just say who it was. Go ahead. Matt, you saw Big Mo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, he sent you an instant messenger? You saw yeah. Mario picking her nose? Whatever. See, that's the problem with these cameras, which, by the way, you will never see them pointed on me. Because I think there's too much I think there's too much of a glare for you to Probably. even get in here. So I mean, I even have the lights up a little bit in here more than we normally do, and it's still hard to see me in here. All right, people want to know how long already is it going to be before the hideout must cover the cameras. I don't think we have anything necessarily planned for this evening, do we? Well, I might throw some out uh, out there, you know, just myself. All right, what do you want to do? Ooh. Uh, can I say it? Shirtless radio? Well, yeah, well, if you want to do shirtless radio, that's fine. I was going to show the bacon strip on cam. Oh, I was guessing rat brains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> see, I don't think we can. All right, I got our web guy uh, on here. Tommy, do you know where the switcher is for that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, let me ask the web guy. Can we show the bacon strip? You really have to ask that. There's a chance. Now, here's the thing. On RealRadio.fm. As long as it's not a snake. On RealRadio.fm, uh, you can go there and now watch the show live. It's just like television. It's mm-hmm. synced up with the audio and everything. I'm waiting for our web guy to get back. Can we show the bacon strip? I haven't gotten an answer yet, J Dubs. You I really? Think it's yes. You really? I'd do it. All right, people want to know uh, how long. <laughs> how long is the bacon strip? Yeah, <laughs> about three and a half. All right, he's not answering. He's not answering. <laughs> I, Dubs, I say you do it. What's the worst that could happen to you if you show the bacon strip? Well, I don't know. I don't want to get the the stream taken down already. It's I, the first day. I think people are actually paying attention to it. I think next week I'm getting my colonoscopy. Let's do it. Uh, let's use that as the cam. Well, why don't you do it for you? 
How? I think we could. All right, 407-916-1041, People are saying go for it. People Do we have to wait till after 10, or is that different? I don't even know if it really even matters. Probably not. I, I don't know when people say please no. <laughs> oh, there's a, it, this, that's the other interesting thing about it, too, <clears throat> is um, that apparently there's a chat. Like, you can just log, there's a chat feature. On the uh, when you watch it mm-hmm. online, so you can just go in there and apparently people are chatting it up right now, and I think you can even put up a poll as to whether or not you want to see Jadam's bacon trip. Nice. Also, congratulations. I don't know if you heard the news, but uh, congratulations to uh, one Mr. Shannon Burke, as his uh, beautiful lady gave birth today. I believe the the son's name is Jack Burke. Nice. And we'll look for him to be solving uh, problems of terrorism in the future since it's so close to Jack Bauer. And here's the thing about that. Does your life change from here? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know he already has, uh, you know, he, he does have a previous... Uh, Child. Uh, yeah, so I don't I'm sure he's probably used to it. Even though you have a kid, having a new one still brings back those same, uh, you know, just struggles that you had with the first one. You never really uh, become a master at uh, raising children because each of them are so different. Right. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what necessarily. No, like I have a big announcement that I'm gonna make mm-hmm. here in just a little bit. I guess I could make it now. I'd rather wait till later on tonight. I think I want to get through all the newsy stuff up okay. front, and then we'll get to my big announcement that I made, J Dubs. Now I don't know if you saw this, but the big news: huge ratings for 60 Minutes last night. One of the best 60 Minutes episodes that I've ever seen. I watched it too. And uh, they had the leader. Uh, the president of Iran on, mm-hmm. Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. I'm just going to assume it's his name. <laughs> and uh, he had an exclusive and rare interview with Mike Wallace. I got a few of those clips from that. You want to play that? Sure. All right, here we go. Um, this is, uh, he's wanting to know why America supports Israel. Give it a second to queue up. Very clearly, I will tell you that I fully oppose the behavior of the British and the Americans. Oh, yes, I know that you do. They are providing state-of-the-art military hardware to the Zionists, and they are throwing their full support behind Israel. We believe that this threatens the future of all peoples, including the American and European peoples. So, we are asking why the American government government is blindly supporting this murderous regime. All right, now here's the thing. I have an idea that can solve two huge problems for the United States of America. Bear with me. Okay. Number one, it will solve this whole problem in the Middle East. Number two, it will solve immigration. I am proposing now, and I may even run on this platform, that we move Israel to Mexico. And Where's I'm, Mexico? Mexico. Okay. Uh, Got to whiten it up for me, man. And I think if somehow, just like the whole border area, like give them a good, I don't know, 100 miles just along the whole border area mm. and make that new Israel, I, I think it immediately solves the problems in the Middle East. I want to go back to the question of why do we support Israel? That's something that I, I never really know, but I just accept I don't know anything about 
the, the two and why they fight and why they hate each other? I'll be honest. I'm going to plead ignorance and assume it's because we went in after World War II and they were the ones being persecuted. So in, an, in essence, we were sort of, we rescued them, I mm-hmm. guess you could almost say. And then from there, we felt like it was our duty to stand behind them. But it, it seems to me, no matter what, they can do no wrong. It, do, it doesn't matter how they act or how, you know, someone acts towards them. They can do no wrong at any time. Yeah, it, you very rarely see people, you know, giving Israel a lot of crap. But I gotta, I, I'm telling you. All right, now listen to me. So did you hear what I said? Yes, move Israel to Mexico. I think you immediately take the Israelis out. So much of the problem is solved over in the Middle East. Yeah. In this fighting, this squabbling, okay? Then you bring them to what we're calling New Israel. There's going to be Mexico. Why do we call it New Mexico? Already have one of those. Really? What happened to the old one? How about we call it this? Newsreel. So we have Mexico, Newsreel, then the United States of America and Canada. And let me tell you this. You saw what the Israelites and the uh, Israeli people were able to do with the sand over in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Imagine what they could do with the endless resources of northern Mexico and the Mexican people. This would work. I I see we're getting support on the line right now, and uh, but um, they have a little amendment they want to make. Okay, Al Ross in the four hundred seven. Yeah, I am fully in favor of of this idea as long as all the Mexicans get sent to the Middle East in oh, return. All right, listen, I I I agree. If you're given something, you got to you know there has to be an exchange here. We can move down. We can move further south, or we could work for the uh, Jewish people in Newsreel, as I'm calling it now. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic idea. You're not behind. Do you think the Mexicans will uh, be into it? Listen, Mexicans are into everything. Does it provide jobs? Will it provide jobs? Of course. You know, you know. Let me tell you, Mexicans aren't going to be as eager to come into America when they can go to Newsreel. I know my people. We'll work hard for the Jewish people. The Jewish but everybody wants to live around Jewish people. That is true. The Jewish Mexican mix is a hot one. I've seen it before. Really? Yes. <laughs> Run with it. <laughs> a hairy type. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad hair. Right. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic idea. And even if you wanted to ship a few Mexicans over to the Middle East, we'd blend right in. I'm telling you, this Mamu Amabajad, mm-hmm. this cat, he looks like my, uh, my uncle. So we already would blend in. It's not like we would have any fighting going on. Now, but how will the Mexicans get along with the uh, the other Middle Eastern Listen, people? Listen, have you ever known us to cause any problems? Yes. <laughs> Where? L.A. riots. MS-13. That was not us. Yo, you people got involved. I saw you flipping some Toyotas. <laughs> we were just looking for work under those cars. <laughs> if there's gunfire, you're there. That's all we were doing. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. All right, you want to? Here's some more of this. Uh, the president of Iran. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. He's dodging the question for his support for Hezbollah. Come on, here we go. Who supports Hezbollah? Who has given Hezbollah hundreds of millions of dollars for years? Who has given Hezbollah? Iranian-made missiles and rockets that is making that are making all kinds. May I ask my question, please, sir? Are you the representative of the Zionist regime or a journalist? I am a journalist. I, I am a journalist 
من Well, he said that last night. Yeah, I listen. I people are probably going to label me some sort of a rat fink, but if you actually listen to what this cat was saying, no, 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 I'm not. He, but here's the deal: we're basically good people, but we have our own distrust of our own government. If, if here's an analogy: if you know you have bo, why would you get angry if someone else tells you you stink? See, I, I, you're, that's a fantastic uh, little analogy there, bro. I'm telling you, he doesn't hate America. He like the majority of the people living in this country now hates the people running the government. I don't buy that he doesn't that he doesn't hate America because he this guy I listened to him last night and I watched it last night. He's just a great speaker. He knows how to uh, you know say something and have both sides kind of buy into it. I don't think he's even. And we don't have that. I don't think he's even all that dynamic a speaker. I think he's a guy who's open to Western ways. He started a presidential blog today. So you can tell that he's into some of the ideas from the Western world. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. Oh, come on. He's taking pictures in his bathroom. Here's him about stopping the nuclear program. But if Mr. Bush thinks that he can stop our progress, I have to say that he will be unable to do that. What do you mean? We want to have access to nuclear technology. We want to produce fuel. And uh, here he is on why the American government must change its ways. Again, this is from 60 Minutes last night. Dubs, I can obviously tell, and I don't know if people think I'm bitten or what, but the idea of new Israel's taken off. Moving Israel, just making it in a nice little bacon strip mm-hmm. in between Mexico and the United States. Wouldn't be bacon. I... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Wrong choice of words. Matzah strip. Uh, in fact, Dubs, I say we even give them the land. Live from the bagel strip. Here in America. Please. Wow. We're not talking about harm. The conditions, conducive conditions have to be there. And what are those conducive conditions? Well, please look at the makeup of the American administration, the behavior of the American administration. See how they talk down to my nation? They want to build an empire. They don't want to live side by side in peace with other nations. Who? Who does not? Washington does not? The American government, It is very clear to me. They have to change their behavior and everything will be resolved. Yeah, that is the one thing. We have to change all our behavior. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of both sides have to kind of change their behavior. I would agree. I would say, you know, people, they're doing tug of war. It's not one side just pulling, you know, on the other side, you know, letting it go. Um, all right, so K-Mike has a brief description as to why we're Israel's ally. Okay. You want to hear it? Sure. Um, where Israel used to be used to be the Ottoman Empire, and they were on the other side from us in World War One and lost, so we conquered it. Then we, us and Great Britain, split them into a bunch of countries, and Israel was one of them. 
So it's basically always been an ally, because I suppose we conquered it after World War One. Okay. Again, I took a stab in the dark, and I was completely wrong. 407 916 Let's go to uh, Johnny in uh, 813. What's up, Johnny? Johnny, go. All right, no Johnny. Johnny? Johnny? There you go. And uh, love America, love a lot of our culture, but what, what this dude is saying over there, a lot of it's right. I mean, if they want to have nuclear energy... I don't see how we can stop him. And uh, this guy seems a lot smarter than Bush, seriously. And now, here's, here's the thing about him. And, you know, you say that, and it's hilarious because he has, like, a master's or something in civil engineering. Mm-hmm. And they ask him, what do you do in your free time? Read. <laughs> I'm like, wow, what's that like to have a president that reads? Well, and I don't buy that it's just for energy. The, uh, uh, having nuclear technology and being able to build bombs, it, it may not be to fight. But it may be, you know, saying, you know, like, uh, if you are trying to, you know, trade and everything and people are shutting you out, they have a less likely time of shutting you out if you have a nuclear weapon. Listen, I'm going to say this. I think they should have nuclear energy. I think it would lessen uh, the strain of the people over there. And I'm not opposed to it. I am not of the opinion that we in the United States are the only ones who could have nuclear weapons. I love it. I wish uh, it was true. I wish we, we we used it first. We should all be the only one to have it. Because all you do is have people end up hating you. That's all you end up, ha- end up having. And I'm like, hey, look, if you want to have yours, we'll just make more. We've already got more. Mm-hmm. It's only going to take one to really screw everything up. EJ from the U in the 407. Hey, tell Matt to move. He's taking up way too much of the screen. He's screwing up the bandwidth. All right, that's on Real Radio t- dot TV or Real Radio TV on Real Radio dot FM. Can you see it? Which camera do you have it on? The wall camera or the table camera? I think it's the uh, uh, I table it, camera. I switched oh, switch it to the wall camera. This is the wall camera. It's lighter. It looks better. Okay. Well, Matt, you're just going to have to move then. People <laughs> don't like you. You're yeah. taking up too much space. Gabriel in the 321. What's up? Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, whoever gave you that information about Israel being created after World War One was completely off the mark. Israel wasn't created as a state until 1948. It was a, a British... Or World War Two, sorry. Uh, 1948, and it was a, a British colony of Palestine before that, so okay. they're completely off the mark. All right, well, that's what I had assumed earlier then. All right, thank you. All right, Dubs, here's the final uh, from 60 Minutes last night. And I guess this is him saying that he will, the president of Iran, will unleash the martyrs if Iran is attacked. All right. This is from 60 Minutes last night. You have a special unit of martyr seekers in your Revolutionary Guard. They claim they have 52,000 trained suicide bombers ready to attack American and British targets. If America should attack Iran. So are you expecting the Americans to threaten us and we sit idly by and watch them? And have Americans threatened you? I do hope that the Americans will give up this practice of threatening other nations so that you are not forced to ask me such questions. All right, here's the thing. Again. I kind of agree with him. It's like, hey, if, if, well, he, we would say the same things. You expect us not to say, hey, we're going to come at you if you attack us? Well, and, and it's not like, you know, uh, he, he, I, I think if he had the nuclear weapons, he wouldn't have the martyrs, you know? he He's using what he has, and you can't really fault the guy for it. 
You got to fight with what you got. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. So hideout, Row Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, RowRadio.fm and Row Radio TV. <laughs> I love the chat room. The, the chat room right now under discussion. Matt's fat back. I already flicked someone off. I want to. I want to tell everybody just to make sure. So I, because I, I get the request to do stuff, but it's about 27 seconds behind live. So I couldn't give the uh, the Latina uh, janitor a goose when the guy asked me. I would have. And the heretics have already begun to uh, figure out ways to get around the. I guess there's a filter. Yeah, on that'll you boot you out if you uh, use any profanity. If you curse. So anyway, all right. Now K. Mike's defending his stance on why Israel is what it is. <laughs> I'm done with it. I, I I'm believe, done with the war. I believe K. Mike. You can't be done with the war, and you know why? Why? You haven't get your, gotten your bonus CD yet. What do you mean? Hezbollah is com- uh, proclaiming victory. Against? Israel. Really? Because here's what's so funny about a ceasefire. Hezbollah, we won. Uh, <laughs> Israel, we won. So nothing's been solved. Nope. You know what I mean? It's like literally stopping the fight because the bell rang, and you know the fight's gonna pick back up again. Oh yeah, behind the uh, behind the swing set. Exactly. So, so another thing that's going on is at least 50 newborn baby uh, babies in the West Bank and Gaza Strip have been named after the Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah. Mm-hmm. So you can see already there's 50 maybe newborn terrorists. Born after the, uh, named after this cat. And in addition to that, apparently, they, uh, Hezbollah is releasing a mixtape. Of what? Mr. Mr. Maybe. <laughs> CDs containing new songs heaping praise on Nisrallah and Hezbollah. You think he just named it after himself? Um, are being sold on the streets of, uh, the Palestinian cities. What's it going to be? Now this is called, now this is what, uh, what is that? What are those now CDs? Now. Now for it. It's usually like, oh, now that's what you call music. Yeah, now that's what you call a jihad. Mr. Mister. Now my legs are gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> jihad boy. I think that one may be on there. He was a jihad boy. I said, see you later, boy. Uh... How about this one? According to Chan Boogie, I'm too sexy for my turban. That's a, <laughs> that's a number one hit single. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. The Boulevard of Roadside Bombs. Oh, <laughs> That's just awful. <laughs> I can't believe this, though. Like 70 virgins? Ooh, that's what you're hoping for. I'm telling you, though, that's why these ceasefires and things like this, they never really work out Mm -mm. because you still got people fighting. And one, Israel and the U.S. proclaiming Israel won, and then Hezbollah saying we won, and we got a CD to prove it. Bomb, bomb, bombing on heaven's door. (laughs) Do they call it heaven? I think so. I don't think, well, it's paradise. Yeah. But I guess essentially it's the same thing. The nuclear bomb shack. <laughs> no love here, just a nuclear... I got me a bomb, and it's as big as a whale. Wow, that may be your best impression. Yeah? I do good B-52s? I guess so. <laughs> I guess you do. Plane, we're going down. 
Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. It's their mixtape. They can do what they want to do. Plane, we're going down swinging. <laughs> 407-916-1041, How about they get a little sensitive? Man, I feel like a Muslim. It's raining body parts. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. How about Allison knock you out? Cannonball bearings inside of my face. <laughs> I'm telling you, if it's their mixtape, they can do what they want to do. Well, we have heavy metal, they have shrap metal. <laughs> How about uh, you bomb me all night long? You! <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So when it really comes to this point, mm-hmm. there's just nothing you can do about it. Anti-Matt. Dr. Dre's on the CD ain't nothing but a jihad, babe. I see that one. <laughs> I can see that one easily going on. Have you seen her foot? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, Dubs, what do you think about a ceasefire? Would you go for it? I'd go for it. It's not going to last. It doesn't matter. Welcome to the Hawk of Lebanon includes 14 songs and parts of speeches delivered by Nasrallah since the war broke out. It really is. It's a it's a pump-up mixtape. Oh, look at this. Look at the power of the hideout. Chat froze. The chat froze. Oh, uh, did it. Major yeah. Nahabad to ground control? <laughs> no. All right. What is going on in the night? It's for shame. Yeah. God. Bong says, for those about to jihad, we salute you. <laughs> I would love to see what's out there. Because you know it's something like that. Dubs, what do we do? What do you mean? What do we do now? Get a copy of this? Do we? Yeah. And just run it and play it? I can see that happening. The wheels on the bus go flying off as the bottom flies. <laughs> that was kind a long wordy. way. Kind of wordy, but it still works. <laughs> you can just go the wheels and the bus blow off. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Go boom, boom, boom. Also, Cheney accused of politicizing terrorism. There's a shocker. How do you not? You know, I guess one of the big things is that the Republican National Committee emailed for a fundraising appeal mentioning the war on terror hours after the British authorities had disclosed that they had disrupted the plot. So it's just immediately, hey, terrorism, 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 how about donating $100 so that your local guy can get in? You know, Mm -hmm. so that your guy can step up to the plate. Um, But other than that, I guess, um, you know, it seems like somehow we've averted World War Three. Now, oh, the other thing, too, I guess that was coming out is that apparently some of the moms, they're looking for some mothers who were going to have children and be willing to blow up their children on these planes. That's another thing coming out of England now, where... They're looking for people to kind of offer up their children. The alleged baby bombers. Where those... Baby boomers. Among rested, uh, arrested the plot. <laughs> I guess so. It's that easy. Stuff them like piñatas, I guess. It, it includes a, uh, included a husband and a wife with a six-month-old infant, and that's why the women at the airports were ordered to drink from their baby's bottles uh, before being allowed to board flights during the uh, last week's massive alert. I got another one on here. Drop it like it's jihad. <laughs> on the uh, Hezbollah mixtape yes. we're putting out right now with Nasrallah's uh, speeches and also, too, possibly... Um, 
some of these songs in there? Nate and the 863. What's up, Nate? Hey, um, they just uh, the AP just released, like someone was saying, the ceasefire is a joke. Uh, the AP just released that 10 rockets that Hezbollah uses uh, just were launched and exploded in Israel about an hour ago. <laughs> All right, so I'll, uh, we'll get on that then and say... And they, they didn't even change it up. They just uh, are going with Rocket Man on this. So. <laughs> well, that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. We bombed this city on rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> Keep on trying. You're yeah. going to get one. You're going to get one at some point, my friend. The engine's puttering. Just come on. You can turn it over. At one point, you will get one. Sitting next to a terrorist. <laughs> Comedy terrorism? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we need. When you were gone, I guess Napier is now a radio terrorist for all the bombs he Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so geez. congratulations. Uh, you've just signed up, C-Lane. You Here's better, your vest. You better come out with something big otherwise. Um, also, too, Dubs, which travelers have quote-unquote hostile intent? They're now looking at a barometric biometric device that will be able to tell whether or not you're having, uh, whether or not you seem to be acting like you're up to something on a plane. Really? It'll measure blood pressure, pulse, sweat levels, then be analyzed by software. Well, I mean, wouldn't that get kind of confused with the people who are already nervous flyers? Or I would, fat people? I, yeah, and I, I would think that you would be just kind of uh, checking everyone who doesn't like getting on a plane, which is 90% of the people. Here's the concept. A passenger enters the booth, swipes his passport in response to his choice of language in 15 to 20 questions generated by factors such as the location, personal attributes like nationality, gender, and age. The process takes as much as five minutes, after which the passenger is either cleared or interviewed further by a security officer. This weekend, I was in Denver, and I had an odd uh, kind of uh, screening process. I went outside to smoke because I had like three hours in Denver. So I was coming back in. I had nothing in my pockets or anything. I just, you know, I bucked as much as I could with my chick. And I came back in, and uh, they pointed me out and said, hey, you come over here. And they did, like, the full search, you know, pat me down, do all that stuff. And then they had me step in this chamber where it blows all this air all over you. And I have no idea what that checks for or, you know, what it does. Have you ever heard of that? Um... I've, I, it seems like this is maybe a variation of this barometric device. Maybe, but it didn't seem like it tested anything. I, I had to go in, Let me put t- my feet down, and uh, then it sprays all this air out, uh, over me, and it like took my shirt way up. So I was showing the goods to everybody. Why don't and- you show the goods to everybody? We have it now. We have Real Radio TV yes. on RealRadio.fm. Why don't you show them the goods the that goods? everybody saw at the yes. Denver airport? Yeah, all the way up so they could see the puffy nipples. Oh, the, you want me to? Oh, Dubs gone wild? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, like that? that's what they saw at the airport. Yeah, huh? all the people in line saw that and uh, my sexiness. And uh, then like it, it keeps you in there for like two or three minutes while I don't know what else it does, and then it allows you through let me tell you something. I'm glad we're finally starting to search the real problems here in America. Yes, big Wh- puffy nipple J-dubs. White males. Mm-hmm. I think it's time we start searching white males in their all defense, over this country. There was a black dude behind me ready to go in, too. Well, that's just wrong. That's racist. <laughs> yeah. That's profiling. Ah, Joe in the 407 has uh, information hey, guys, on the air thing. On. What's, what's up, bro? Uh, not much, actually. Not my dad's OPD at the airport, so I actually know what that uh, thing does when it's blowing air on you when mm-hmm. you walk through it. It's actually it's inhaling air. It's not blowing it out. Oh. It feels like it is just because the air is rushing in where it's been blowing out. 
or been sucked in kind of like a vacuum mm-hmm. type deal. But, um, yeah, it checks for uh, chemical signatures of explosives and drugs like uh, cocaine and heroin and that kind of thing. Why are they checking for that? <laughs> who cares about drugs? Dude, you well, were in I Vegas. Mean, think about who you're talking about now. Right. You were in <laughs> Vegas, dude. No and I wonder. do look like a heroin whore. No, there's no... All right, thank you. Appreciate that, Joe. All right, people are saying gross. I'm glad I don't look like dubs. Those poor people at the Denver airport. I guess they saw a good look at you on the Real Radio TV on RealRadio.fm. Do they want to see a little bit of the uh, happy trail? Huh? Show it to them. We have to break, please. (laughs) Show it to them. Ooh, 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 I got one. Stargazer. (laughs) Wait, he's got one. He's got a funny. All right, right. by the clash, rock the Hasbla. Huh? Huh? It's the, Chunks came back here and said that one jokingly, and can, he used it. Can we go to break? It's the Hezbollah mixtape. I don't think they're going to say rock the Hezbollah. Now, Stargazer says there is a new one, um, When Limbs Fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you deliver a joke, uh, C-Lane. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, everything's back up. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's just one way you can be a part of the show. Very interactive in here. Yeah, you can see it live and on television. I just got a huge announcement from Chunks. I'll just say this, and I won't say what it is. It involves Madden. EA Sports Madden 2007. Mm-hmm. I won't say any more. I am hoping for an announcement... If not today, then tomorrow. Here's my thing with Madden. Um, I've decided to buy the Xbox 360 and not wait for the PS3 now. Because I Madden's coming out in like a week. And I need to play it the way it was made to be played. Not the PS2 way, which is archaic. <laughs> I told you I was jumping on the Xbox 360 bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I'm just ready to go with it. I think they've won me over. They have a lot of cool exclusives. I really want Dead Rising, which is that zombie video game yeah. I've talked about in here, where you're stuck in a shopping mall, and you can only defeat the zombies with all of the goods that are in the shopping mall, and you got like 72 hours or something. That's an Xbox uh, 360 exclusive for the Madden. Also, too, uh, you know, NBA Live, uh, in the next round of that one coming out here in a couple of months. Also, uh, I was at the, the uh, video game store the other day, and I was looking you know, to buy something to get me over until uh, Madden comes out, and I saw Tecmo Greatest Hits, only for Xbox. So I, I, I would have loved to sit there and play Tecmo Bowl all day long, but I didn't have an Xbox. All right, let me ask you, Dubs. What is the greatest sports video game of all time? Greatest sports video game? I'll even run franchise. But maybe even specifically if there was a good year. Um, Tyson's Punch-Out still holds up. Really? Yeah. I'll still play the hell out of that game. I know you and Chunks were fascinated with mm. that one when we first got down here. Yeah, because uh, we had the, the old Nintendo hooked up. And we didn't have Tyson's Punch-Out. We had uh, just regular Punch-Out, which is the same game, except for it wasn't Tyson at the end. Well, that made it number three. Really? And that was number three on the list. Punch-Out, 1984, the arcade game, but then also, too, I'm sure for the one that NES uh, will definitely go on there. Do you remember that uh, that boxing game that was like in every arcade where you actually grabbed onto the things and those were your punches and you're, you're like uh, moving your fists like you're punching the guy? I've never heard of that. How no? old is it? It's pretty old. It's probably about 10 or 12 years old. I haven't seen anything like that. Do fighting games like Mortal Kombat count? Um, I don't think that's sports. sport. I don't think that would be considered sports. No, sports video yeah. games. What about racing? Yeah, racing's a sport. Yeah, that would work in there. 
What about Gran Turismo? Is that on there? Gran Turismo was not a top ten greatest sports oh. video game of all time. It took me like a week just to get the A license, and I remember just screaming in my room because I couldn't do a turn right in five seconds. K-Mike says pro wrestling for the NES. Pro wrestling with the, the uh, Amazon and King Slender. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> right, Starman. It, it's not exactly a... Uh... Well, it doesn't really count, but it was a good game nonetheless. Remember Paperboy? Paperboy was great. I have that actually for my P- PS2. Do you? Yeah. You son of a bitch. All right, you want to go with number 10 here? Sure. People call in and guess, too. We got a prize to give to you if you... Uh, you can guess the number one one? You can guess, uh, yeah, if you get number one, I'll get you a prize. 407-916-1041, 888 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, actually, Joe in the 407, we just said pro wrestling, but uh, that was yours. Oh, sorry, guys. I didn't hear that. I just turned you on. Yeah, I was going to say pro wrestling, man. That is my all Yeah, favorite. yeah. That, I don't know Amazon. if you ever played that one, Hefe. It had, uh, it had uh, the Amazon, uh, yeah. King Slender. All of them Star just man. rip off people from actual wrestling, but I, it was great. I was never really yeah. into wrestling, so never played the wrestling video games. Mm-hmm. But it was um, it was not on there. How about Excite Bike? Excite Bike, not in the top oh. ten. Or you build your own course and you can build it just to crash every time because you can't make the jump. Certainly not number one either. California oh. games? <laughs> no. That one was great. I actually Playing played hacky sack. <laughs> I played Excitebike not too long ago. My chick uh, found her old Nintendo and she had Excitebike and I was playing. I'm like, I can't believe I was into this. Oh, it's I, awesome. I, I still play it. I wasted hours of this stupid go nowhere game. Yeah, you, and, exactly. There's nothing really to win. I mean, you you got on the pedestal for being number one or two or three, but uh, redlining it all the time, making the thing blow up, it was great. Uh, 407-916-1041, Greatest sports video games of all time. If you can guess number one, we'll get you a prize. What was uh, number 10 on it? Yes, number 10, John Madden football. Ah, that's what Kevin in the 734 had. Sorry, it was number 10, bro. That was me. I wanted to talk. Hello? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Kevin. Dude, um, I, I said that, and I said Tecmo Bowl on the NES, um, because that was classic, but you already discussed that. All right, well, hold on a second. You say Tecmo Bowl? Tecmo Bowl on the NES. All right, tell you what, since Dubs took yours, congratulations, you're a winner. That is number one. And he's calling from the 734 Ann Arbor mm-hmm. for some reason. Really? Yes. So, uh, hello <laughs> to Ann Arbor here on RealRadio.fm or possibly Real Radio TV. Yeah, Tecmo Bowl was number one. All right, let me roll. You got some more people that uh, just lined up some guesses, too. Yeah, they're uh, they're lining them up right now. Well, Seaman's getting them. Tell you what, I'll give a prize for number two now. Oh, okay. But Madden was number 10? Madden was number 10. The whole series? Know. Yeah, they specifically said 1992. But I don't remember that year. <laughs> it was on Super Nintendo and Genesis. Madden on Sega was just too hard for me. Really? You couldn't run... You know what the best one was for uh, Sega? The best uh, football game? Uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. No, the best football game, NCAA uh, National Championship, that was the best football game because you had the halfback pass. You could go 40 yards every down if you wanted to. Uh, I'm going to throw some out here that I know people aren't going to get. All right. All right. Um, all right, Pinching the 440 says, how about an obscure game called Hide the Foot from Matt at Open Door? <laughs> that is a sport up here in the hideout. Don't like that game. Literally hiding the chicken nuggets up in the back of a pantry here in the green room. 
Um, no one will get number five. Mattel Football 2, 1978. I guess it was a handheld. Mm. That was number five. What, what year was it? 1978. Oh, is that the one with just the little red dot? Yeah. I yeah. loved that. I did have that one. Number four was Dr. J and Larry Bird go one-on-one. No, there was no. Jordan versus Bird, yeah. but I don't remember Dr. J. Dr. J was one of the, the slams he could do. That was an 83 on the Commodore 64, Apple II, and Atari right. 7800. Uh, yeah, the uh, Jordan versus Bird was just for Nintendo. And I say Jordan versus Bird sucked. One of the worst oh, games of all time. You're, you're insane. There was no control. There was no game control on it. How about Joe and the 407? What do you got for number two going now? Number two. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk was number nine. Ah, uh, sorry, bro. Pro Skater 2, 2000 on Dreamcast. How about this one? Arch Rivals. Do you remember Arch Rivals? Just about to say that, yes. The, uh, like, uh, it was like a basketball game, but you could punch each other and everything. And like the yeah. guy had a green mohawk. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never heard of Arch Rivals. Number eight, Hot Shots Golf. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't like that one. That one's kind of cartoony, and uh, I didn't like it too much. Addictive. Black Cat in the 321. Hey, man. How about NHL 94? That one is great. I have it actually that at home. No, Blades of Steel 88 uh, on NES was number six. Nice. And number seven was tennis for hey, the Atari 2600 in 1981. Mike in the 386. What do you got, bro? Go ahead, Mike. Yo, I just want to say Charles Barkley Shove and Jam and whoever's screening the calls is a real douchebag. <laughs> that is. C-Lane. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember Charles Barkley's uh, game. That's the new radio terrorist. <laughs> Traith. Traith, what do you got? Yeah. Go ahead, sweetie. What's up? Go for it. What do you got? You're on the air. Oh, I got, I got, okay, NBA Live for the top number two. Uh, I wish. To me, it's number one, but it is not even on the list, unfortunately. Let's go to John in 386. Hey guys, love the show. Thank you. What's up, Johnny? Uh, how about track and field? Mm, please, whatever. We're in America. It's ridiculous. Was that the uh, the one where you used the power pad though? Yeah, I think so. The power pad was great. You just got on your knees in front of it and yep. just pounded it with your hands. Yeah. Maybe go faster. All right, so NBA Live wasn't on there. I have my own little list here too. Um, football for in television. I don't know if you remember the old yeah, television. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a blast. I remember that one. People are screaming out. For NBA Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's on fire. Not in. Oh, what the hell? This is the worst list ever. Mutant League Hockey? Boom. <laughs> no. Mutant, no Mutant Leagues are going to be on there. Mutant League Football was great. Yeah, it was. played Space. Bones, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mark in the 407. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hey, uh, forgive, forgive me for saying it, but Tiger Woods Golf First Edition. I got to say. Tiger yeah. Woods is great. It not it's only. Awesome. I think it should be. It's not in the top ten. That's amazing. How uh, about Golden Tee? Golden Tee should be in there. That was one that I had written down as well. Golden Tee, not in the top ten. Will in the 407. Again, number one was Tecmo Bowl. Will. I knew that. So, <laughs> well, then you must know number two. What's number two? I said skate or die. I'm just trying out here, but. Uh, I can't think of any other sports games but the Tecmo. All right. <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Skater, Skater Die, probably not on there. Good game, though. Uh-uh. Came in number 11, right next to Marble Madness. i tell you another great one that I used to play on the PC when I was in high school. Mm. Earl Weaver Baseball. Mm. It was just on regular PC. It was fantastic, though. Earl was Weaver it the green Baseball. screen one? No... It was uh, it was post Apple. If if something hard like if there was a fight, Earl Weaver would come out and fight with the umpire. <laughs> so that was kind of fun because that was kind of what he was known for as a mm-hmm. manager. 
Baseball stars, I think, should be on there. I'll come back with what number two is. I have a guess. Double dribble. No. Damn it. Double dragon. I'll tell you next in the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1, J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Kicking off hour two. Um, invite you to realradio.fm. We have so many friends all across the nation. Mm-hmm. Just because of making friends with other shows like um, Opie and Anthony, Ron and Fez, and relationships through there. And they always loved the audio stream. Of mm-hmm. the show, but I always said, man, you know, the, the videos were highly popular. But now, what we've put together down here, and kudos to the staff who did it. I'll give out uh, Vitra's a big shout out. I know yeah. he and Amanda worked very hard on this. It's awesome. And it is real radio TV. It is basically, you go to the website, you click on it, there's no login, sign in, anything. Nope. You just click on, like on the hideout page, there's a big banner there. And you go there, and you click on it, and you can watch the show in live time. So basically what you're watching on the screen is synced up to you know the audio that goes with it. Now it's 20-second second delay. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to do like little requests that you guys send in, but right. for the most part, yeah, go on there, chat it up. Now, we don't have anything outrageous planned for tonight, but just wait for a Friday night open-door policy or whenever we have one of our stunts. Um... That kind of stuff, I think it's going to be incredibly cool, and you guys are going to love it a lot. Dubs, we were talking about greatest video games of all time. Mm-hmm. Number two, RBI Baseball. Nice. I loved RBI Baseball. I think personally think Baseball Stars was better. So here is their top ten list, okay? okay. Greatest sports video games of all time. Ten Madden. Nine Tony Hawk. Eight Hot Shots Golf. Seven tennis, six blades of steel, five Mattel football, two handheld, four Dr. J and Larry Bird go one on one, three punch out, two RBI baseball, number one Tecmo Bowl. Now listen, I guess these are all great if you didn't go past the year 1995. <laughs> but there have been some fantastic innovations in sports games, including little things like Golden Tea. Yes. Um, Golden yeah, Tiger one. Woods. I'd even I'd put both of those in a top ten. The FIFA games are amazing. Yes, the FIFA games are fantastic. The thing about Golden Tea, it's the one thing you will do instead of getting drunk at the bar. You know, you'll be standing there just playing that game. You'll forget about your beer to the point you're just getting so much into that game. It does take a long time to play a game that a lot of times what end up happening, you'll just end up nursing one beer mm-hmm. over you know forty five minutes. Well, normally I get three or four down. Well, we have Wild Bill from Sales Online. Do you want to talk to him real quick? Yeah, and then I also want to give a shout-out to another salesperson who's uh, helping us out. Uh, Wild Bill from Sales, the only sales guy with an open. update from the scariest son of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. Hey, Wild Bill. Well, gentlemen, I am navigating I-4 traffic as we speak. Fantastic. <laughs> What do you I'm got for us? I'm not kidding. I'm... Anyway, here's the thing. I think I, I think I jumped the gun. I came back a little too early to work. As you know, I took an entire week off. Mm-hmm. Give or take. Give or take. Um, I should have. I should have gone for two. Uh, anyway, how can we help you, Wild Bill? He is one well, inch away from schizophrenia. Medical, I needed some medical advice. Okay. Shoot yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Euthanize. Let's do it. 
not kidding. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I can barely talk. It's weird. It comes and it goes. Ah. Give and take. Yeah. Comes and All it right, goes. already. What do you want? What are you going to give us coffee, here? Come on. Coffee, tea, or milk? Hot chocolate. <laughs> Coffee, tea, or milk? Is that what you want to know? Broken glass. Cut that bitch off! Ned Culver! Can't deal with him. <laughs> See what happens when you mention hot chocolate? I can't deal with Wild Bill from Sales. That's his, like, spinach. Oh, really? Yeah, like, that's his, that's what makes him go insane. I'm sure it's whatever <laughs> he pours in from a flask. Uh, into that hot chocolate that makes him his spinach. I, I can't tell you the odd conversation we had with him today and his hot chocolate. And, and a lady, I guess, that works here that I don't know if he was flirting with or not, mm -hmm. but she looked totally petrified, and she kept trying to walk away from him. And he's talking about the types of coffee. He goes, I like it black. A man <laughs> drinks black coffee. Oh, <laughs> Um, also, too, I want to say what's up to Bruce Stone, who's yes. also a big fan of the hideout, and now sells for the hideout, and he appears to have something huge on the verge for us as well. Awesome. So I know you got a big meeting with him tomorrow, Chunk? Yeah, I got a meeting with him tomorrow. He, he's cool. Uh, during a, one of the recesses for the poker tournament, he took me over to Gino's and uh, got me some food and stuff. I saw mm -hmm. that. So, yeah. We, he, what were your thoughts on the poker tournament? I know you're back there editing some stuff. Uh, did you have a good time? Yeah, no, it was fun. It was, there was a lot of people there, and it, it, it was generally really good times. Everyone was just really relaxed, and I think, you know, there's just a lot of different people there at one time, so... So if you were a player in the listening audience, you could meet everyone in one fell swoop. So right. It was a lot of fun. I can't believe I outlasted you. Yeah. I um I was really kind of shocked by that. I had a bunch of soprano-looking guys, and like everyone was really holding back on their cards. And I said, I can't do it. I want to get to the raffle anyways. <laughs> yeah, I had saved up 50 bucks for uh, the fingertip-to-fingertip -finger raffle. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, last year... There uh, wasn't that uh, many people then, but of course, Chunk's luck kicks in, and they have over twenty thousand dollars in sales and raffle tickets. So. Oh, so how'd you do? No, I did great. The laptop I wanted went to another gentleman who won two different things. He won a laptop and like uh, skiing lessons or something like that, some kind of lessons. And he's all giddy. Some kind of learning. Yeah, a lot of a lot of other people want a whole bunch of stuff uh, from other shows. A lot of people from Real Rock, and Chunk's gets nothing. And uh, I sat next to one of the bums afterwards and tried to get money from people as they walked by so that I could eat because I wasted $50 I didn't have. <sighs> I knew he wasn't going to do well this time. Why is that? I, I saw him right before he left, and he looked, he'd just woken up, and he looked like somehow he was just, like, beaten up and hadn't slept for, like, three weeks. It's I could just tell he was just going to go all in too early. I hadn't slept in a long time. And I got a nice uh, ringtone early on Sunday morning. Around seven. From who? Fall asleep then. I don't know. From a, from a, from a buddy of mine. Dubs, tell me about your vacation. Did you enjoy it to Vegas? You were there uh, for what? Thirty-five hours? No, I was actually in Vegas for twenty-nine hours. All right, in the city of Las Vegas for twenty-nine hours. I was in um, airports and airplanes for thirty. <laughs> Literally in airports and airplanes longer than I was actually in Vegas. So it sounds like it was a huge success. I had a lot of fun, I will say that. I did have a lot of fun out there, and I, I found it, the way out there was hell. The way back, I, I made the best out of uh, what I was given, which was uh, a few airports and airplanes. Um, oh, and one thing, uh, the air 
air ride out there, the, one of the reasons it was one of the worst trips out was I had to sit there and watch Mission Impossible 3. Ooh. I've never seen any of the Mission Impossible. I, me neither. This is the first one I've ever seen, and it was atrocious. Now, they, But it had some p- big people in it. Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames. Yeah, um... Wow. Guy from Capote, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah. I mean, and it had all the names out there, but it had nothing. And the greatest thing is, they won't put Tom Cruise next to anybody, like, you know, just standing up because he's so short, <laughs> until they do the time in uh, in uh, China. And then he's walking next to everybody. Standing tall. He's doing a street walk. <laughs> yeah, he's on the street. He's walking next to people and everything, which they don't, don't have him do at all. And, uh... I was looking for this because I know this about him, and, and they always make the people around him sit down, and he's talking to them while he, they're sitting down, just to not kind of uh, show how really short he is. I see nothing. Will. See nothing wrong with that, though. <laughs> I think it makes the movie more exciting. <laughs> I think movies are like interviews too. Like if he's on an interview. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll uh, he'll do that. He'll uh, he won't go like shake someone's hand. He, like if uh, Conan comes out or something. I don't think he's ever done Conan. Oh, but there's he no would, way Con- he, he would stand for Conan. No, or Conan would stand for him because he would be half the size of Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. John Stewart maybe in the Daily Show. Regis, hell yeah. He has no problem standing next to Regis. But Regis has that problem too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. he's tiny. So what do they just do it like the new Simple Life? They just film two different parts of the interview. <laughs> Let me ask you: Isn't there a rule for for Hollywood, like for chicks, you have to be so tall? But guys, I guess it doesn't matter because Stallone is um, not as tall as everyone would think. Neither is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like some of these guys are smaller than most mm-hmm. people would believe, like a Tom Cruise. But isn't it for chicks they have to be at least a certain height, or is that just yeah, for being a model? I think that's just supermodels. Runway models have to be like... 5'10"? I, I think, what is it, 6 foot, like, uh, I preferable? I think the smallest is like 5'10". Yeah, yeah, I think you have to be at least 5'10 to get signed to a major contract. You know who I am taken with now? Who? Just smitten with. Chunks? Scarlett nice. Johansson. Really? I was reading something. She has kind of like an old, older type feel to her, like, you know, like her, uh, her whole look is... Very like 1950s. Yeah, like I imagine she has the body that that Marilyn Monroe had. She's a dame, a dead one. No, a dame. That is old, yeah. drug filled. No, <laughs> president filled. There's something. Uh, a lot of Kennedy on it. <laughs> <laughs> there is something about her, and I don't know if it's her bee stung lips. Because I read something. I was re- she was in a magazine or something when I was traveling on vacation. Then the island right now is making mm-hmm. its loops on like Cinemax or HBO or something, and I just watch it over and over. Now in in that movie, weren't her boobs enhanced? Uh, they were on the uh, on the billboards. They were plenty big on the movie. I mean, they were just ginormous. They're naturally big. Yeah. That's what that's what's cool about her is that she seems natural. Yeah, she's not. It doesn't look like she really has to work for that body a whole lot. She's thick. Like you don't often see a white woman that thick. Yeah, she's just naturally. She just looks like she's soft everywhere. There's not any muscle showing. But I like that though. Yeah. Do you? Do you like that Dubs? That look? I think I think she's hot, but she's not one that you know. If I see a picture, I'm gonna go run one. Gotta slap. This is bringing me back to the auto train ride. I know all about her from certain tubby bastard next to me. I bet she feels like veal. 
That's what she looks like. <laughs> yeah, this is it on the train the whole time. He must have watched whatever movie was playing with her about six times. I mean, I even tried to go upstairs to take a nap, but he stayed in the smoking room, just glued to it. I know what he did yeah. when everyone left that room. Good company. It's a great movie. With Topher Grace. <laughs> oh, God, we watched that. We went to the theaters and saw that one when we were snowed in in Michigan. Yeah, Dubs and I were snowed in in Detroit, so we decided to go watch In Good Company with Topher Grace, Scarlett Johansson, and Dennis uh, Quaid. Yeah, Dennis Quaid. Terrible. I thought it was I, good. I, I think it was good for what it was made for, but it wasn't made for men. <laughs> and that's why it sucked. Let's go to John in 386. What's up, John? Hey, hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, what is it? What's up with this guy, Bill, your salesman? Wild Bill? He's the most unfunniest person I've ever met. Here's the thing. He's not. It's not his actual sense of humor that makes him funny. It's just the uncomfortable level of him and the fact that that guy is out there hitting the streets, talking to businesses, throwing the real radio name around. Let me That's give, what's funny. Let me give you a little realness about Will, well, Wild Bill, if I can, for a second. When he first came in and announced the midget wrestling, that was him, and we played that commercial, that two-minute-long commercial. That was actually Wild Bill. Then what I think but, has happened, hold on a second, what I think has happened is Wild Bill saw how crazy Wild Bill gets over and people liked him at that point, so now he's always trying to be that, when in all honesty, he doesn't have to try to be that. It's just natural, but it's like a crazy guy trying to act crazy. They can't pull it off. They just got to be normal. And I think that's where the issue is with Wild Bill. Because the last few times we've had him on, eh, I could take him or leave him. Mm -hmm. But before, he was uh, he was fantastic. The IMs I get about him are 50-50. Some people love him and other people are like, uh, tell me when this guy is back on, uh, off the air and I can turn back. I think that's what the issue is with him. I think he's trying to be crazy when he should just be himself. Who and is we'll crazy enough. And we'll see that he's uh, probably on the verge of being a schizophrenic. Why don't I just okay. put... Thank you, buddy. I should just, I'll just put a tape recorder in his uh, little cubicle, you know, and I'll, I love that. I'll just superimpose, I'll say in the beginning, hey, man, Bill, do you agree to be, uh, you know, broad, a tape for broadcast for clear channel? I'll just wait till he says okay or yes or something like that. No, tape, that it, tape it before, and then before we play it on the air, we ask him. Mm. All right, people are telling me, Tumblr says, bro, on Real Radio TV, they figured out how to post Tub Girl on there. It's getting <laughs> scary. See, my, my chat keeps on freezing up. Mine, too. That happens. We have to reload it. We're too popular. It's blowing up right now. I wish we could. We had something to do for him. Tonight's one of those basic Monday night shows. <laughs> you wait. There's a sneeze for you. There you go. Bless Check you. that one out in 27 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Enjoy that one, and uh, sorry, Mr. Phillips. Dubs, I got a big announcement. I wanted to save it for a little bit later on, but I, I may take a break and come back and just get it out there. Yeah. Do you want to know why Golden Tea's uh, popular? Sure. We have a uh, Cami on the line in 386. Hey, hey what's up, sweetie? Hey! Yes, yes it's you, Cammy. Thank you. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm in subway. Um, <laughs> when I got in my car, y'all were talking about games like Golden Tea. Yeah. Right. So I've been waiting a minute. Can we still talk about that? Sure, go. Okay, well, I work in a bar. Mm -hmm. And we got rid of Golden Tea and got the bowling machine in. Yeah. And the profits have gone like 200% more. And it's so freaking cool. Have you played it? Um, the bowling one, it's kind of, it works the same as Golden Tea? It, it's the same rollerball and all yep. that, yeah. I have played that over at Rocky's Replay. I played it once. I didn't like it. Uh, really? I loved it. I, I absolutely love I don't think it's as good as Golden Tea, but I do enjoy it. It's like enjoyable by more people, and it's only a dollar, and you can play eight people. 
Yeah. On a bar stand, you can make so much more money, and they right, drink, 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 like right, both. Cut that bitch off. Let's go. Christ. <laughs> I like Cammy. She sounded adorable. I, I know you did. Hey, C-Lane, call her back. Give her Deb's phone number. Yeah. They can have a chat. She I... can watch his dog. All right, Deb, so take a break. Come back. You didn't like watching my dog, Tommy? No, I did. I just figured it would scare you if some <laughs> crazy lady like that was watching your dog. I'm going to take a break and come back, Dubs, and scold you. For what? Um, I feel like you've been holding out. And I want to call you on it. Okay. I'm a little upset about it. I feel there was something you should have let me in on long ago. That this now, isn't a gay thing, is it? That now I've just discovered, and I'm a little pissed off. That I'm just not finding out about how great this is. Oh, no. We'll take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Busy Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Real Radio.fm has Real Radio TV. You can watch the show live and in studio. Mm-hmm. Our live... As seen in studio, if you uh, log in there, and uh, it's actually very cool. Actually, you don't have to log in. You just uh, go up and click on it, and it opens right up for you. You're right. My apologies. Also, too, tonight, J-Dubs, there's a lot of stories. I want to talk more about your vacation and how that went. Um, uh, first of all, though, I'm a little pissed. About? At you. It seems to me that you've been holding out. Over the weekend, uh, my chick and I. Uh, I know what's coming. You want me to do a three-way? No, please. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a cat. A kitten. And it is the cutest little light in my life. I want to know how I am the one holding out on you, and you're the one pissed at me when when you've been doing nothing but giving me crap about Sadie Lou. For the longest time, you've been talking about how your cat sucks and you hate it. No, I love my cat. And that's why you ran out and got a dog, Cody. And that's why you would put your cat, because you hated it so much, in little devil costumes. I put it in those devil costumes because I love it. And an orange shirt. Mm-hmm. This is soft paws on the back. Why? Because it's cute. No. But Beautiful. despite all your running down cats. I've never ran down cats. My chick I ran over one on the way here. Went out and got one. A little Tyrone. And he is the cutest thing yeah. on earth. My shoes are missing, oh. by the way. <laughs> you think the black cat stole your shoes? He's more of a, <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers, but... He's more of his mix, I think, his uh, oh, grandma was white. <laughs> he's about three-fourths. Of a cat? He's a Thomas Jefferson cat. Right. Can't quite vote. I'm telling you, he is the cutest little thing in the world, and I'm pissed because you said... I love my cat. I've always said I love my cat. My cat's the greatest thing in the world, and I guarantee my cat can kick your cat's ass. Whatever. (laughs) You have a dyke cat, Sadie Lou. Who cares? It's buff. I got to tell you, man. You want me to send you a link of this little guy? Sure. I want to see Tyrone with my own eyes. Little Tyrone? He's a black cat. He's Mm. got... I guess, like, 
a little white mask face, mm-hmm. white paws, a little white underbelly. Oh, he's so precious. He is just, he's Now, the, uh, the uh, underbelly wasn't white until you got it, though. Is that correct? <laughs> Listen, he makes me feel alive. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, let's see this mongrel. He's so cute. You know, the way a cute oh, Tomcat that's the gayest cat I've ever seen in my life. What do you mean, gay? <laughs> he walks kind of gay. Does he? Yeah. Well, he just got neutered. It's not a walk. It's more of a song. You neutered it. I remember when I got my cat fixed, you yelled at me for ripping out his naughty bits. What's well, a he? You're I also did... the one that suggested we use cats as fuel. Listen, if this cat acts this... up, I'm not completely opposed to it. Right now, I found the cutest cat. Dubs has the kind of animal that I believe you would want to grind up. To yeah, because it's energetic. This cat would probably make your car fa- uh, fail. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Sorry, so you failed your emissions test. <laughs> <laughs> You're using the... With his little really green Really ugly eyes. cat. It is black hair. His nose is all pink. Yeah. I've never seen a cat with a pink nose. You know why? Healthy. No. All right, everybody wants to see my cat. I think uh, he has AIDS. It is kind of skinny. He got tested. He got tested for the feline AIDS, and he's I'd like to say he's negative. That pink nose is carcinoma. That's a big negative. Dude, he's Cats a lesion on your household. Dude, he's like a dog. He's a, he's a cat hound. He just loves to come cuddle up. He fetches. Fetches what? Whatever I want. It's, how big is it? Please. He's, I don't know, like a pound and a half. How, what can it fetch then? It can't pick up anything. Pushes the remote over to me. That's how much this cat loves me. Wants you to leave it alone. Here, watch TV. Beat me with it. Just kill me. <laughs> oh, you shut up. You love the cat. Don't even lie. I saw, When I showed you the cat, you lit up. You were thinking, man, this is much better than my old cat Penelope. At about a twentieth of the weight. I was thinking, where the where's the fork? <laughs> you always are hungry. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Now, what happened to your so-called cat allergies you had for so many years that was so awful? Yeah. All right, let me tell you. <laughs> you just didn't want a cat, and you convinced yourself you had allergies. No, no, I'll tell you, cause I did have allergies. Did you ever get tested for them? No, I don't. Mm. I don't want to need another test. That's going to come back awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was on vacation, I was at my mom's place. She has a long-haired cat. Mm-hmm. And I did not react poorly to it. Then we were over at Lefty's place. He had a couple of cats. Mm-hmm. And I didn't react awful to it. So I'm thinking, I think I've outgrown my allergies to cats. And can I, you do that? Can you just outgrow allergies? I believe you can. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. I know I have an allergy because when I was a kid, this one lady that my mom knew, teacher friend, had like eight of them in a little-ass apartment. And every time I'd go over there, I'd swell up. Well, that, that's not because you're allergic. That's because she had way too many cats in a small place, and that you're just breathing in hair. Then our buddy John Rock and Rogo, <laughs> whose voice is on the open, yeah, he had like four or five cats. You aren't allergic to cat hair. You're allergic to his hair. That that furry mullet head that he had. Yeah, he was like chunks, but with a mullet. Yeah. And we would go over to his place. I think we went over there for the Super Bowl. I don't allergic think, to bad jokes. I don't think you were invited. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this guy, I uh, my I could feel my windpipe sealing up because it was that bad because my allergies of that cat. But this it, cat was that because of the cat, or he sucks the energy out of every room. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but <laughs> I love him, but can't stop making fun of him. 
I guess we call Matt Nurogo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look at him sitting in there in his shame. Here's a great, you guys go to real, t- real Radio TV, you see Matt mm-hmm. sit in his shame. So anyway, I got this cat, dude, and I wish you had told me how fantastic cats are. I have. I've told you for three years now. I'm telling you, my cat can beat up your cat. I already got There's it. There's no way. I could got it training for cage fighting. The problem is that Dubs' cat trains with a dog, mm-hmm. a much stronger, better fighter. That dog is a wuss, too. No, this dog's actually pretty cool. My dog rocks. She, and my cat is highly trained cat quando. Black belt. I'm hearing you can get and lose allergies at any time in your life. Uh-oh, what if the allergy comes back? Then what am I going to do? Now, tell me this. What's the living situation with your cat? Where's it sleeping? In bed. With me. Where at? It sleeps on my chick's side of the bed. It doesn't sleep in between you? No. Oh, good. Because (laughs) my cousin, he was younger. He was probably about 14 or 15 at the time. But the cat used to sleep with him at his house. (laughs) The fat bastard rolled over on top of it and woke up with a dead cat stuck to his boob. (laughs) You're kidding. No. That's the most... He was just crying. That's the worst story I've ever heard. Attached to his nipple. Oh, my God. That's awful. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Do you sleep shirtless with the cat? No, I tell you what I did, though. It was a fantastic weekend for Hefe. Yeah? I, over the weekend, I then discovered the power of a uh, of a clipper on my chest hair, and I'm still itching right now. So you shaved your body? Well, I trimmed it. How low? Like a fourth guard. And that made you itchy? I, dude, I had so much, like, chest hair. Don't look at me disgusted. I see the look on your face. I'm just looking at you. Jeez, you're paranoid. It was like a forest in between the canyon. Mm-hmm. And I had to get down in there with the clipper. I was, I was, first I was sitting there, I was like, I wonder if I get enough hair with a fourth guard and pare it down a little bit. Here is what I see going on over at Happy's house. Mm. The cat and the, uh, and the Hefe sitting on the, on the couch. Both of them just clean themselves with their tongue. Well, listen, it's almost to that point. Let me tell you why it's dangerous. So I'm sitting there. You're turned on by it? And I start shaving my chest. Mm-hmm. Then I start looking around for other places to shave. I lift my underarms. It's like an orangutan. Just all this hair falls out. So I'm like, hey, a nice fourth guard would work here. So I'm getting up in there. And I feel cleaner. I'm not sweating as much, mm-hmm. but I'm itching like nobody's business. And I don't know what to do now. And I'm wondering, could it be the cat? Now I don't know if I'm itching because of the cat so or you, because of the shaving of the chest. You're hair. wondering if the cat gave you its AIDS. Hmm. Why would it give me it? From what? Oh, I thought that's what you said. I thought you said the cat has AIDS. Listen, I uh, see this is the kind of talk down that you did about cats before I got mine over the weekend. You just wanting to kill them? Uh, <laughs> that's you. Throw them off of uh, overpasses. Skin them, use them for fuel. This one actually looks tempting. Cook them. Oh, he's precious. I bet he would taste good. I'm not going to lie. I've always said that about my cat, too. I'm like, oh, damn it, I would like to eat one of your legs. Here's the thing about my... About my, here's the thing about my Seriously, they look so tender. Here's the thing about my little Tyrone. He's a little skinny right now. Got to fatten him up a little bit. Chase him around. Let him work up some muscles. Just like one of those uh, old cartoons where they'd, they'd be all hungry, and then they'd see a animal walking, and they'd, it'd turn into a... Uh, a uh, turkey, a baked turkey, just walking across the uh, the floor. All right, Jamich says Dubs is holding his mic like he's Brett Michaels doing a blanking power ballad. 
See, now we're getting picked apart. I know. Can't we just enjoy ourselves. No, I have, to, I, have be con- show. I have to be conscious of everything now. I'm trying to keep moving so much just so. I- uh oh. <laughs> because here we are with Real Radio TV. You can go to realradio.fm and see it. Come on, everybody. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night. Although we both lie close together, we feel miles apart inside. Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? All right, now you can go to the website and see this crap now. I hurt you, though I tried. But I guess that's why they say every road. Come on, everybody. I hate you guys. Now all of you can go to realradio.fm and see what I have to deal with. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. You got it. Every yeah. Every yeah. yeah, it does. Dubs. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Hit it. Uh, watching, watching Matt swing his arms back and forth on the camera now. Yeah. Hi, uh, Grandma Arms. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, apparently, Dubs, <laughs> I would like to, uh, how about we have a little battle? Your cat versus my my cat. My cat will kill your cat. Mine's a little young right now, so I'm not going to lie to you. However, I would like to do this. How about we put them up on kittenwar.com and see who wins? There's a kittenwar.com? Kittenwar.com. See who's cute. on there? My cat or your cat. All right. It's basically a who would you do website, except it's for cats. And I think that's perfect for yours and mine. <laughs> considering I'd their, do mine over and over. Considering their home lives. <laughs> and have. <laughs> Tyrone? Oh, my little Tyrone. Now, now are you, you're you at the point right now where you can't wait go, to go home and see it. I didn't do anything today. Kiss it. I've literally cuddled with it nose. for the last 36 hours. It loves me. It's, you really named the Tyrone? Well, here's the thing. You hate that cat, don't you? What, what's wrong with Tyrone? It's never going to get a job. <laughs> oh, like you? I do. I have two. You got jobs now? Yeah. Yeah, you got hired uh, for Halloween Horror Nights and Steak and Shake, and now he's working here for free. Yeah. Actually, that's three. Look at you. It's like I'm Jamaican. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's in living color, mine. <laughs> um, hey, I just I just uh, got sent a, uh, a link from Tommy Bateman over there. Cat, the Hefe too. Cats that look like Hitler.com. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Alright, no wonder Pinchy in the 4-4 asked me if it looked Pinky. like Hitler. I've never seen cats that look like Hitler.com. That's great. And by the way, mine doesn't. But uh, anyway, nonetheless, uh, we can either do, put it on kittenwar.com, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. Sadie Lou versus Tyrone, or we put it up on the website and people can vote on who has the cuter cat. Ooh. I think it's obvious. It's mine. Mine Mine dressed up in its nice shirts and devil costumes. See, I'd never do that to my cat. Because you don't love it. You don't want it to look cute. I am looking for a nice Mavericks jersey. Oh, I actually, I got a uh, a nice little Lions handkerchief for my dog to wear during uh, the games. (laughs) What? (laughs) Allergic cats. Sorry. Uh, uh, I just had a cough. I don't know why the F word has to fly out. That word for homosexuals when you're coughing. Mo. I'm sorry. Fun guys. Yeah, right. Oops. 
Um, all right, I, would, I logged on to Real Radio TV to look, see you do a power ballad, and I lost it already. I wanted to see that. All right, now let me ask you this. Should we be a couple of... Chuck Jock. And do like they're doing over in uh, Arizona. What are they doing in Arizona? To see what happened? At KUPD, I don't know if it was the Mac- Wacky Morning guys or what. That's a rock station, so I would imagine, yeah. They could face animal cruelty charges from the sheriff's office if they don't stop encouraging acts of animal abuse and bestiality. Chuck jock, chuck jock, chuck jock. Apparently the host paid a listener $550 to eat peanut butter off the... Oh, I can't even say that. Nope. <laughs> eat peanut butter... Uh, from a very, very stinky area of a dog. Let's just say the brown eye got browner with mm. peanut butter. And it was an English bulldog, no less. Oh. $550? Chuck jock. Okay. Apparently this was the second time that... They were giving out $550 for this to happen? I suppose. This was the second time he had warned John Holmberg and Brady Bogan. Now, what's their uh, radio names? Is that it? I guess it's Holmberg and Bogan. (laughs) Great. In the morning. They have to have wacky names. They just didn't put them out on here because they didn't want to give them any extra publicity. Um, I guess looking for charges, I guess the hosts were telling listeners to steal from... A gas station. I'm guessing the names what are. What the hell? I'm, I'm I'm guessing the names are Rick and the Viper. Why Rick and the Viper? Well, that's how you do it. You do it with a very normal name and then an animal name. Oh yeah. Like El Jefe and the Dove. Hmm. Something per- gentle. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. In Arizona, the bestiality law takes effect on August 24th. That could make the host's actions a felony. <laughs> Good. Chuck Jock. I would never give $550 away to uh, lick a body part of a dog. I would give the dog that money to lick me, though. Listen, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's what it would need. Um, I feel like we're not doing enough of the... Chuck Jock. ...idea. Really? Now, when we were on vacation, you had a thought. Yeah, yeah, I did, which is very odd for me. Um, I, I thought that uh, it would be fun... To do all of the big radio stunts that got uh, like uh, all these different uh, big names into the paper and kind of put their careers over the line, do them all in one week. All right. So what kind? We of... give credit to them, and I think we change it a little bit. All right. So basically, you want to steal a I, bunch I do? of shock job ideas. Yes, I do. I want to uh, you know get my hair cut in the middle of the highway, just like man cow, because if that can get him over. He'll get anybody over. Um, um, Alright, what was the thing that he did? I I guess... Sucked. Uh, <laughs> other than that, he uh, he did a bit where, um, I guess, uh, Bill Clinton shut down an airport and uh, no one could leave out of this airport because he was in the middle of getting a haircut and uh, Air Force One was at the airport so uh, and no no planes can go out while that's there. So they shut down the airport and waited for him to be finished with his uh, haircut before they'd let anybody go. So what Man Cow does, he goes out and parks his van, uh, the station van with the big logo right there, uh, parks that right I like out. how you went into your little radio with the big logo there. The logo. <laughs> Yelling out the chime time. Big bug. All right, my cat does not look like Hitler, but these cats are uh, cute. Um, but he put his uh, he put his van in the middle of the highway and sat on top of it while getting a haircut 
and wouldn't move it until his haircut was done. So he shut down the highway. All right, so time. this is what you want to do then? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking of uh, sprucing him up in a uh, way, you know, doing something different with him. Like? I, for that one, I'm not sure yet. But right, so do you want to be like Steve Dahl and go burn a whole bunch of disco records? or? I think that would be good. I, we need to find something else to burn. Books. I, I don't know if I want to be a... Shock jock. And do a... Shock jock. Week. Let's hand out maps. <laughs> yeah, how about somebody we... got that? <laughs> how about we just take the whole opposite angle? Mm-hmm. And just be really, really uh, over the over the top nice. Oh, how about we give out haircuts in the middle of the freeway? We uh, hand out certificates and show everybody how nice we are. To big league haircuts? Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know. I know you want to be a shock jock, and I know that's what you want to do. I think I'm above that now that I have a cat, and I can't get fired because I have a cat to support. And what was the thing that that Rover guy did? Uh, had his intern eat a uh, tarantula, a live tarantula? <laughs> From what I've heard, the show is awful. But that got him over. But- exactly. Why don't you eat a tarantula? Would you? A live tarantula. Well, we need to spruce it up a little bit. Maybe I'll eat a uh, day long leads. <laughs> no, that's not sprucing it up. How about a nice black widow or a wood spider? You know, Listen, you know what we ought to do? I'm still thinking we hop on this whole snakes thing. Snakes on a plane's coming out. Let's do something with snakes. Mm-hmm. How about you eat a live snake? Right here. On the air. We have real... TV, people can see it now, so they know we're not like the hacks, uh, Jody and Scott across the street faking mm-hmm. bits. We now have this camera to prove everything we do is live and real. You could eat a snake. Well, I, you know what? One of the ones we were going to rip off have already gotten upset with us. We're on the internet, so I guess they heard it, and uh, they want to call in and bitch at us. Smiley and happy in the morning. Hi, this is Smiley in the morning, and this is Happy in the morning. I'd like to say you're stealing our bet, fella. What bet? Uh, being Smiley and Happy in the morning. That's what we do. That's our gig. Being Smiley and Happy in the morning. <laughs> you got nothing to go with this one, do you? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they just hang out. Scream! Ah! All right. <laughs> Cut that bitch off! Next caller! Ex-con. Ex-con, what do you got? You have a way to spruce up the uh, the uh, disco an records? An idea for something to burn. Kind of going off J-Dubs, you know, since he hates cats. Just burn cats in the middle of the highway. All right, Dubs, since oh, you hate wait. cats. Two of them right there. We don't even have to do the haircut. We burn cats in the middle of the, the uh, highway, shut down the highway, and do the Steve Dahl thing on one... Uh, all right, so how about this? We put all of the shock jocks into one basket and just do them all at once. While we talk your cat into not jumping off a bridge. Right, off what was it, the Brooklyn Bridge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guarantee we can't. It can't wait to kill itself. All right, K-Mike says, is Dub's going to make a really mean Lauren Hill joke on the air, then move to Bermuda and pay to broadcast from his house? <laughs> Listen, it, we've been close, because Dub's. <laughs> How about you eat a garden snake? Would you eat a garden snake live? Can't cook it? No, you can't cook it. It's said live. But that seems too crazy for me. The audio, stupid. I wanted the audio. All right. <laughs> How about we heard a producer? What do you think? You think Chunks would step up for something like this? Chunks, are you uh, willing to do the whole shuck jock thing? Shuck jock. Chunks. Here, I hate you. Go away. <laughs> Go away. You were so good when you were here... Thursday and Friday. Now you just suck. 
So what we're doing, we're burning a bunch of cats in the middle of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> while we talk Hefe's cat and not jumping off. Like a Texas A&M bonfire. While we eat a cat's foot. Where does that come from? Uh, well, everything's has to do with cats now, so I guess uh, the, the rover thing. Oh. Could you eat a live kitten? <laughs> I'll do that. Yours. Oh, it's too precious. Little Tyrone. Oh, it'll look great in my mouth. Little Tyrone. With this jugular hanging out of my, my gullet. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> this is the kind of talk that kept me from getting a cat for so long. You wanted to hurt them and kill them. Uh-oh. Bing bong Bradley. Bing bong! <laughs> <laughs> hold it together. If you're going to do a bit, hold it together. You guys are ripping me off. <laughs> Bing bong! All right. <laughs> Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's he's horrible. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, hour two in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Dubs, I want to invite people to join me, and this is coming at the perfect time. This Saturday from noon to two, I'll be at the Sports Authority at 610 North Alafoya Trail in Orlando. We got some real radio prizes. Gonna have some free food. Chance to get registered for a tr- for a trip to uh, Amelia Island. Also, I think I'll have some hi- uh, heretic gear. In fact, I know I will have heretic bumper stickers and some buttons. So that is coming up. Sports Authority this Saturday from uh, noon until two. And the reason I'm saying it couldn't come at a better time. Mm-hmm. Need some new shoes. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get some new basketball shoes. Hair to coop it up. Another success this last Saturday. Um, do you guys have regular teams, or do you guys switch it up every time? We shoot for teams. Oh, okay. And then if it gets out of hand, then we'll reshoot. And then I think I'm going to buy. we're all going to pitch in and buy a new canopy for some shade, because we play out at the park on Red Bug mm-hmm. Saturday afternoons. I think we're going to also move uh, hair tick basketball, hair tick hoop it up, to after the Sports Authority gig. So then I'll have my new shoes. And then we'll go play a little basketball coming up Saturday afternoon. Matt played this last weekend, did really well. Did he? He's such a better athlete than he ever leads on to. Well, he doesn't look like he would be uh, able to move that well. But actually, like when we played uh, the media bowl, he was very quick for a big man. Right. I think you could have been, if you would have worked at it, a great lineman. If I would have shown up to practice, as my coach has said, I could have started. Why didn't you show up? Because I wanted to walk home with my friends. <laughs> God, you have breaking made, stereotypes. Well, you've made every wrong decision in your life. Thank you. Good job, Costanza. I'm consistent. Yeah, he is. He's George. You could have gotten laid a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do Sports Authority first, the appearance, and then we're going to go uh, Heretic Hope It Up. Nice. Right after that. Should be a very fun Saturday afternoon. And we got a lot of things planning. We just got to... Maybe announce them in the next couple of days. Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff for everybody out there. Possibly including the Madden thing as well. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very excited about. I'm, I'm just excited to play it. Next week when it comes out, I'm excited. You're going to be useless, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to be like me with my cat. Mm-hmm. My cat. No, I'm not going to molest the game. See, why it's completely it, different. Why do you take it there? You're the one who dresses up your little gay cat and all those uh, Just because I'm giving it nice uh, threads. In, you put it in a devil outfit and an orange shirt, man. <laughs> I'm not putting mine in anything. It's wait cute. Till, it's, wait till, uh, wait till uh, Halloween. You'll be changing your tune. It's when cute you see en- all the other cats dressed up all cutesy. It's cute enough to stand on its own. 
doesn't need any sort it's of weak uh, enough with that uh, with the the caddy ties. It doesn't, dude. That's not even funny. To you joke carry about. it everywhere. How can it get strong? I know. I love it. <laughs> I just drape it over my shoulder. It's like a little parrot. It just comes and hangs on my shoulder when I'm playing video games. John in the 407. What's up, John? Hey, you guys doing? Good. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea to take a cat, get him by his tail, roll it around in circles while you're driving, and make it sound like a siren when you're driving by cars. I see. Here's the thing. Your cat would be perfect for that. Chuck Jock. It's a little too young. Let's go with No, the I cat. think it's perfect age. Let's go with the cat to relive its life. Yours. No, my cat has many good years in it. Can't wait to get home and play with my cat. No. What? Isolate that and play it back for him. Just <laughs> yeah, so he... See how gay that sounds. We're out of touch. No. So like Chris Lowell. Hey, I'm just asking him to... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make a sweet little sweater for it. Some macrame, maybe. <laughs> hmm. We're out of the cuts already. Dubs, you see the Fox plans movies and TV shows for download? Um, Like the new X-Men movie, uh, 24. As long as they don't put MI3 on there. They're going to put it on a platform um, that they use to sell video games, let visitors buy the movies and television shows, so they can play it back and transfer it on the devices that use Microsoft stuff. Does Fox have anything good going on right now? Prison Break. 24, Prison Break. Uh, 24 is not on right now, though. Listed, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Will be available within 24 hours after each episode. Oh, that's, uh, I, oh I guess... Uh, Sixth episode was great. I haven't watched it yet. I, I loved was, it. I was distracted by my cat, Tyrone, so I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Funniest thing ever. I don't think it can get any better than uh, probably the one it had previous. No. You never saw la- all of last season. You never saw the one where uh, they hung out with black people. <laughs> that was <laughs> the, the one. one. <laughs> I don't think I have seen that, actually. No. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, Why do they like you better? Oh, what do you mean, they? <laughs> it's like this show. But apparently available in October, X-Men, Last Stand, Garfield, Tell of Two Kitties, The Omen, Thank You for Smoking. So there's going to be some good stuff. But the movies are going to be out for 20 bucks and TV shows for $2. Would you buy it? No, I'm not really into those, uh, except for It's Always Sunny. I'm not into uh, any of the Fox shows right now. Prison Break is good. They have a new one starting. I think it's like The Vanishing you know, or something like that, which looks really good. That is one great thing about it, though. You'll be able to, if you hear our show's really good, you'll be able to go back and watch all of them. And you won't have to wait six months for the repeats. Yeah. Now, Tommy sent this over. Mr. Tommy Bateman, our director here in the hideout. Uh, new characters for Lost. Three new characters they're going to add to the third season. Have you hmm. heard about this? No, I haven't heard about that. Apparently, and I'm sure at some point, but right now they're not saying how they're getting onto the island. One is Elizabeth Mitchell. Okay. She'll be playing a character named Juliet, possible love interest for Jack. I, I did hear there's going to be a lot of new uh, love interest, and uh, including uh, uh, Kate's going to pick between Jack and Sawyer. Um, Finally. As it turns out, she was raised in Texas, did shows like House, Everwood, Boston Legal. On ER, she was Dr. Carrie Weaver's love or Dr. Kim Lebetsky or something. Mm, I don't know that one. Um, Kylie Sanchez. And she's going to be Nikki on the show. She's going to be the love interest of fellow newbie Rodrigo Santoro. And she's been on a bunch of stuff that's failed. <laughs> but she's supposed to be incredibly hot. Anybody see the new... <laughs> The new camera angle. <laughs> mm. Oh. 
<laughs> this manhole cam. It was no, him don't move. picking his nose for a minute. I did not pick my nose. I, actually, you yep, did. Yeah, we're watching it right now. <laughs> I see it, and I see you playing with the booger. <laughs> oh, 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 it's so uncomfortable. The manhole cam. Oh, you wiped it out of the mic? I don't even remember this. You son of a bitch. Look at him just sitting there. Now you're rubbing it on People the want to know who the hell's on the camera. It's manhole. There he is, just kind of staring at it, and then all of a sudden he gets called out. Now he starts acting crazy. Oh, you've been busted, you fruit. Huh? What? Oh, huh? moving. Oh. You know, the, it says back. the camera adds 10 pounds. If it does, it went all to your eyebrows, man. <laughs> your eyebrows look ridiculous on this thing. Uh, hey. That's why I'm glad I'm not on it, dude. This, we're talking about real radio TV which you can watch the show and hear it live in sync on RealRadio.fm. <laughs> Big Hand says, that's one ugly blank. All right, Bipolar Steve says, why buy when it's so easy to download all these things minutes after they air? I need the hookup that he's got. I do that. I did that with Desperate Housewives Season 2. How? What, do you get them off, like, LimeWire or something? No. Okay, fair enough. Oh, also on Lost, J-Dubs, Rodrigo Santoro. He's a Brazilian hunk, according to this, often compared yeah, to Tom Cruise. Mm. Um, he's a huge star in his native Brazil. I guess he was in Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. I guess oh, the yeah. surfing scene. Wow. Oh, the surfing scene. He's got one scene. That was memorable. Though. And he was Laura Linney's Desire in the romantic comedy Love Actually. Okay, I think I actually do remember him. I've never seen <laughs> He saw Love Actually. Actually. Wasn't that bad, to be honest with you. I loved that movie. He's, he's good. <sighs> it sucked. <laughs> Whoa! I'm watching Manhole Cam, and I love it. TV Guide... Definitely. (laughs) TV Guide is reporting that his character will be competing with Jack and Sawyer for Kate. So I don't know if you'd heard about that. Stupidest show ever. (laughs) (laughs) Hide out, Real Radio 104.1. Pulling out the collective soul, huh? Damn it! So close. Manhole, definitely. You spoil this one at the queue a lot. I saw Manhole trying to move the camera away from him, even though that's not the camera on him anymore. What's he doing? Take it to the hook. Come on, turn it up. Let's go. This is a happy song. I'm looking at it, petting the screen of my cat, Tyrone. Back in the hideout, kicking off Hour 3, World Radio 104.1. This is a song that I I could really see my mom singing along to, for some reason. I thought it was Collective Soul at first. I forgot it was Tonic. Bad radio memory. Bad radio memory. Deb sent you a few more uh, links there. Of more cat pictures. More of my little Tyrone. And he's gorgeous. He I'm, really... I'm trying to let it load. <sighs> Someone let one load in here. Jesus Christ. Those chunks. Oh, there it is. How's the manhole cam coming along? Is oh. it on manhole right now? No, it's on you guys. We're switching it back now. Oh, okay. I just like how they were just sitting there. <laughs> 
everybody was just paying attention to um to manhole for a little bit. <laughs> he's a center of attention for he's once. Tr- he's trying not to do anything. He's trying so hard to keep his hands down by his waist, but it's not working. He's just twitching more. I'm nervous, man. Why? Because I'm in front of, like, millions of people <laughs> just sitting here in a chair. <laughs> They're just watching you with that the yeah. hideout logo. Oh you, oh, you just touched your hair. Oh, you, your hand's on the table now. It's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, That's exactly what they're saying about you, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dubs, what did you think about the football this weekend? I loved it. I uh, I got to watch my Lions. Let me tell you what was su- surprising, just shocking. NFL is so huge. <laughs> Switched. <laughs> it's, it's, like, close up on Manhole. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right. By the way, you go to realradio.fm. You can see uh, all the photos of... Uh, or live action video of manhole in the hideout here. Oh, they've renamed it. Real Radio TV. Fag cam. <laughs> but let me tell you what was shocking. So I'm sitting there, I'm hanging out. I could not believe the amount of preseason football everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost seemed like every single game was aired over the uh, over what? these last four or five. Do you days. have the NFL Network? No. Well, I think I do, actually. But, yeah, I think I do. If you uh, if there isn't a game aired, they air it later. So you can watch any game. Well, but, like, see, I guess it was NBC and mm-hmm. Fox and... Uh, Everybody's pumped for the season. All the uh, all the networks are really pushing it. So I was, I was honestly surprised that last night there was Sunday Night Football, mm-hmm. Redskins, and Cincinnati. Great game. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're a huge Redskins fan. How'd they go down for you? I felt so depressed afterwards. Why? Just, uh, there was like three players of ours just carted Port- off the field. Portis tried to put too much on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, Clinton Portis, your star running Clinton back. shoulder the load. He's got Asian bones, apparently. <laughs> Hollow, he, he just got hurt. Didn't he get a separated Flammable? shoulder trying to make a can uh, a tackle? Yeah, a, a tackle that's going to save a touchdown in a preseason game, which means Week nothing. Week one, yeah. He's going to be in... In for one series, and he has to make a tackle. Uh, Chris Clemens, our, our, our young, you know, up-and-coming star linebacker, uh, he hurt himself. Not sure how long he's going to be out. Then some, you know, fourth-string running back hurt his knee and buckled. Oh, God, I hate football. <laughs> it's week one. Now we're going into week two of the preseason. I feel great. My line's won. You won $10, and I bet you made yes. Vegas. I threw $10 down, got 20 back. Have we decided what we're doing with this year's Fantasy Football League? Um, I want to do the draft next week. Okay. Well, is that a little early? No. Just in case I, a guy think, like Portis goes down? I think uh, with everything going on, with uh, like the Monster Cruise and everything going on, uh, I think we should jump on it. Okay. All right, now let me ask you. Right, people are now commenting on sideburn cam, <laughs> as they're calling it. Cheesy Christ on crackers said his uh, beard just got halfway down and then quit. Uh, <laughs> people are asking him to stop fidgeting, manhole. Yeah, everybody Sorry. watching manhole on the uh, real radio TV. I'm fidgety. Now he's doing a little dance for you. I hate you now. That's yeah, you realize queer. that's not going to get isolated and end up on YouTube everywhere? <laughs> Dumbass. So anyway, Doves, all right, let me ask you. Are we going to bring back in our boy, the fantasy football expert that we've had the last couple of years? Mark Sinemont? Yes. I'd love to. All right, we'll count on him for Fridays. He's never right, but I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. I love him. I yeah, think, he's a nice, nice guy. I think he's been right on some things. Yeah, um, but a few times. Here's he the thing. Here's the thing. Help Darone find some player that no one ever thought of before. Here's what he's right. When none of us take his advice. Whenever we take his advice, 
it never works out for us. Now, here are a couple questions we need to ask. Now, in the real, and for those of you new to the hideout, what we do is we do a fantasy football league. This mm. will be the third year now. Whenever we do it, um, whoever ends up losing, getting the fewest points that weekend of the people in the league, they have to stunt the following week. Whoever loses the league overall fewest points has to perform the stunt medley every stunt at stunt ball a stunt ball so all 17 stunts done in one night last year was out at the metro of melbourne mm-hmm. here's the problem oh by the way all of these stunts come out of what we term um oh tommy that's not it helmet of pain the helmet of pain okay last year it was uh extremely successful this mm. year it may even have a sponsor Nice. Here are, the, here are the things we have to decide. Is Tuttle back in? Um, I say yes. It's up to him. Last year, Tuttle was in the league, mm-hmm. lost the league, had to do the stunt bowl out at the Metro in Melbourne, and got pissed because, I guess, Matt hit him too hard on one of the stunts and really threw a hissy fit. I was prepared then to say Tuttle's never allowed back in. But you say Tuttle's in. Yeah, time heals. I love, I mean, I love Tuttle, and mm-hmm. I think he's a great stunter. The problem that I had with Tuttle again last year at the Stunt Bowl is when he left that place, everything was cool. Mm-hmm. But then the next night he goes on SBK Live tra- talking trash. Then on the Monsters he talks trash the next week and doesn't talk to us uh, and for three he, months. And then he calls into Ryan and Fez. Yeah. Three different shows talking, talking trash. But never came to us. Now I'm pissed again. Oh, boy. So I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about the the whole thing again, I'm I'm mad again. We sacrificed our money. He was the only one that got paid for that gig. Mm-hmm. And then he bitched on three different shows and didn't even have the gall to come into here and talk about it. Even though we had photographic proof that Matt didn't punch him. It was an open-handed slap. I'm so mad again. I'm not mad. Whatever. New year. I hope Pillow Pants is a part of it. All right, so here's what we got to decide. Everyone in the hideout is in automatically. All right, we have eight teams we need to need to fill on this thing. All right, I'll so. write it in. All right, all right. So there's Hefe, Dubs, Chunks, Matt, Tommy. Now last year we had Putin, mm-hmm. Douche Chill, Darone, mm-hmm. um, and Matt kind of takes the uh, Douche Chill spot. Drunky, Drunky, and Tuttle. Is Drunky back in? Drunky, from what I understand, is in. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and write down Drunky as an in. And he did a badass uh, stunt, couple of them, out when we did a live broadcast of Buffalo Wild Wings. Here's Stony in the 407. What's up, Stony? Hey man, um, got an idea on a replacement for Tuttle. Who's that? Wild Bill. <sighs> Do you think Wild Bill would be in? Here's the thing, for the airtime. Wild Bill would completely be in. Call or die. Call or die. Call or die. That's Wild Bill. I can't see how management would allow a sales guy to stunt. As much as I would want him to, I can write it down, uh, but I don't think it would happen. Do you say Tuttle? I say yes on Tuttle. That's Tuttle with three T's, right? Three T's and uh, E-L. Okay. Yes, Chunks. I uh, I talked to Tuttle today. He said he's not really sure yet if he wants to get in on it. Well, then that. he's out. 
uh... that solves my problem. All right, if he doesn't want to be in it, I have no problem not letting him in. I just remembered how pissed I was about that last year. And how... And how... <laughs> well, I got a request for someone to smack manhole on the camp. All right, and Matt just went over and smacked him. you got to get a real radio thought of right now to see it. Manhole just sitting there. That was a terrible slab. It didn't even hurt. He's just sitting Whoa. there. Oh. But, but the look of shock on your face... Uh-oh, he's no, going to do one of the hurt. Don't says. do the... Oh, boy. Give him a Tuttle slap. No. Oh. Let's do it. All right, that is on RealRadio.fm for Real Radio TV. I want to see the first one There's where he Matt- gets, gets shocked. <laughs> he looks so mad. He's like, what the hell? All right, that was awesome. That's quite the delay we have on there, though. Mm-hmm. All right, can you think of another person? Now, here's the thing. If we can get it by management, do we allow a heretic in to stunt this year? Sure. All right, here comes the real slap on Real Radio TV. RealRadio.fm. Matt lifting. Ooh. See, mine's on more of a delay than you. I'm about to see mine, so I think all of them are a little bit different. Well, Mexicans work harder. We're always faster. (laughs) (laughs) Speedy Gonzalez. All right. Hey, can we get to this? All right, so. Hefe, Dubs, Chunks, Matt, Tommy, Drunky. That's six. Pillow pants. No Tuttle. Pillow pants. Intern, pillow pants? Yes, please. We would say manhole, but he's gone back to uh, school where he won't be able to come back. Pillow pants can also can have it whoever the, also, uh, the other intern is, okay? So pillow pants, the intern team, okay? We need one more because I don't think Wild Bill will be in. <laughs> I think a heretic spot. ADHD will. Somebody who knows nothing about football. I think a heretic spot, and those are the people we roll with. We just have to pass it with management. Bunny. Uh, no, she would actually know something. Bonks, what says he wants then? No, he knows football. Yeah, Bunny. Uh, here's the other thing, too. Now, it's funny you bring that up. This is what I'm actually needing. We need a hot chick who knows football. We are going to give you a spotlight once a week on Monday nights to recap the football games. So if, you, if your chick knows football... And would like to become a correspondent for the hideout. Mm-hmm. If uh, you know a hot chick who knows football and would be good for the radio Monday nights, uh, get a hold of us. There are all sorts of ways you can get a hold of us. Uh, go to realradio.fm so you can watch Real Radio TV and send us an email. Mm-hmm. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com. Do you think Bunny knows anything about football? What are the chances? I don't think, I so. Don't think so. I think all she knows is paste. Actually, she knows something about me that says that she isn't the brightest bulb out there. Very hot. She actually knows mixed martial arts fighting. She was talking to me about it a few nights ago. She was asking me about people that fight in Japan and stuff. I was impressed and shocked. Don't all of them? No. From what the movies say? No. They're all kicking. All right, this ain't sweet. She says, maybe you could just get a crying baby to fill in for Tuttle, and the baby would even have a huge head. Don't worry. I apologize that I just got so angry thinking about it again last year and how the stunt bowl went down and just how mad I was over that. So I think that's what we're going to roll with. We'll see if we can get a heretic spot, but if you're a really hot chicken, you know, football, and you want to be a football correspondent for the hideout, I'm sure there'll be something in it for you. Then get a hold of us ASAP. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I want to know who the first pick is this year. Who are you calling first pick of the uh, the fantasy draft? I haven't done any homework. I'm going to assume by the ESPN commercials, 
uh, Larry Johnson. Jarrett Lorenzen. <laughs> I'm going. Pick. I, I mean, who I hope you? you pick first, then. Don't steal it from me, anyone. Are you going with Kitna? <laughs> yeah, Kitna lightening it up all year long. Um, I would probably go with LT just because he's so you know consistent. Lawrence Taylor. No. <laughs> I'm going with Scott Mitchell. I uh, think, old school line. I think Tomlinson has fallen off just because Breeze is out of there. That's the thing. The, uh, when Breeze wasn't doing well, that's when he did the best fantasy-wise. They had to feed him the ball every play. It's not going to be enough, then he won't hold up. I had him last year, and he did great, but he fell apart a little bit. Yeah, because uh, because uh, Breeze was throwing the ball more. I'm, I'm picking Darone's team. <laughs> the team I picked. Yeah, the team you tried to screw him over on and somehow made him win every week. All right, people are now volunteering to be the heretic. I say the Wild Hawk. Yeah, I know that he knows nothing about sports. Yes. So it could be. So I think he's in. Yeah. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. star one zero four one. if you have a singular wireless phone. Let's see here. Muslims face extra checks and new travel crackdown. Just a little update on the news for you. Also, two mm-hmm. Fox News journalists kidnapped in Gaza. So, that's just a little update with what's going on over there. And I'm on, I want to read more about this story. Israel humbled by arms from Iran. Yeah. I'm not, it doesn't, of course it's drudging, doesn't link to anything. <laughs> Developing. It just links back to it, the front page. The only reason I like this website, the Judge Report, it's constantly updated. Otherwise, I'd never go to it. Mm-hmm. But it's just it, the, the twenty-four hours. The stuff is newer and quicker there than it is on most sites. Yeah. Hey, we were talking about the fantasy football league, mm-hmm. and so of course it is the um, beginning of the preseason, and another Native American petition seeks to cancel the Washington Redskins trademark. Of course. Ooh. Losing? <laughs> Canceling the trademark would not ch- make the team change its name. It would just remove the trademark protection. So anybody could go out there and sell this stuff. and uh, So they're just trying to screw them over in other ways. You know, you're right. It would just make the, uh, the value plummet because anyone could take it and sell it legally. And take money out of Dan Snyder's hands? I don't care. As long as they keep the name. Why do you love the name the Redskins so much? It's the worst name in sports. What's wrong with it? It's just a, it's just a name. They're, they have oh, red okay. skin. Uh, let me let me throw another name out here. Uh, Darkies. <laughs> you wouldn't be happy with that. No, that's black people. That's different. If Why is that different? Why? I'm telling you, if it was that, I've said this for years now. If it was the Detroit Darkies, people would go insane. But because it's it's, excitement. Because uh, Detroit, baby. Darkies, Darkies, Darkies. But for Isolated. some reason, it's the Redskins, and ah, uh, whatever. There's only like two million of them. Do they really count? They were here first, man. Yeah. Thanks, manhole. <laughs> Everybody could see that little <laughs> nugget on the real radio TV. <laughs> Christ. I like how we even we can't even just do anything normally. We had mm-hmm. to put it on the awkward intern. But people love it. That's why one of the people, the things that people love the most is when Chunks was sitting there over at Mega Games playing video games for 50 hours. They just sat there and watched the whole time. One night we have to do Chunks Cam. We're just sitting on Chunks the whole time. Bonk Swap Matt says this. How about the New Orleans slave owners? <laughs> Would that really be offensive? 
Or just true. I think that's the owner's meeting, basically. What about the broken levees? <laughs> Say why. Bad defense. Just... Look at you. That was a <laughs> national tragedy, man. A national tragedy. It is kind of like their team, though. Yeah. Don't let anything through. <laughs> you think it's time, too, to maybe start mixing it up a little bit? I've never been happy with, like, the animal angle. You know, the animal angle is never, like, the lions, it just seems so, I don't know, sissy to me. I don't mind the, like, the, the lions or anything, but, like, they've ran out of, like, cool animals sea for Seahawks. Yeah, seahawks. Who wants to be Dolphins. a seahawk? Dolphin. Yeah, that that's, like, one of the wussiest animals in the world. It's like it's a baby in water. One of the smartest. You gotta know it's one of the smartest, though. That's why they sent Culpepper. That's when they get caught in nets. <laughs> See, Cowboys is a nice name. Mavericks is a nice name. Yeah, you know, someone who killed Indians. That's great. Yeah, that's... Well, then how's that any different? Yeah, well, Monday Night Football. Redskins never killed anyone. Oh, boy. They didn't? All right, here's one I don't want to say. All right, this is awful. Well, Bipolar Steve throws in, what if it was the Boston Porch Monkeys? That doesn't really... They didn't allow... Those kind of people on the team anyway, so I don't think they'd have Way back when. And it had to be something like Portland. It always kind of has to have a little <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> Why would that have a ring to it? Well, it just rhymes. Literations. Yeah. Portland Porch Monkeys. You don't have to say Nashville. that. Nashville. I'm just saying <laughs> You enjoy that one. No, I'm, I'm just showing how it could work if we're going to keep the Washington Redskins thing. Springfield Spear Chuckers. Why did they... But Springfield wh- never get a team. <laughs> <laughs> the isotopes. Why would they put that in D.C., though? Like, what was it about D.C. where they decided, hey, this is where we're going to put Redskins? Well, it was in Boston first, and then they moved it down to... Even then, I don't know. Oh, well, Boston's racist. Oh, hmm. I forgot about that. You're right. Hey, you know what? That's a good question. I'd like to ask this. 407 what do you think the most racist city on the planet is? Oh. I, let's just stick in the United oh, States. <laughs> in the United States. Because I know the South gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Oh, the North is just as racist. I know. And that's what's that's what's funny. Is that Michigan, as a whole, incredibly racist state. And then I've heard just awful things about Boston. Jeff in the 386. What's up, Jeff? Hey, I just, uh, my only problem with this whole Redskin thing is the name, the team has been around for what, 40 something years? Yep. So why is it now in the last five years that they're starting to complain and complain? It, it, it was, it's been since the 80s. Now with the name, I can understand it. Yeah, well, it's, it's been, been about 20 years that they've been, been complaining about it. It's been going on for a while, and I'll tell you what it is, the political correctness has really taken off, mm-hmm. like in the last 10 years or so. And so that's why you see it more and more. The Wild Hawk in the 318. What's up, Wild Hawk? Uh, 813. Wow, that was. Terrible. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I want to correct you about the dolphin. It's the most vicious animal of the sea. How? It rapes women on beaches <laughs> and. Uh, I have heard that. It eats people and um, also <laughs> Orlando is the most racist city. Orlando's the most racist, you're saying? I, uh, he's I don't buy that. No, there's no way. I'd actually have to give props to this city for being fairly uh, accepting when it comes to the diversity. Compared to other places I've lived. Mind you, I was in Lansing, Michigan for a couple of years. Steve in the 321. What's up, Steve? Hey, yeah, I think I know why the uh, the Redskins were the Redskins in Boston. Why is that? 
Uh, because when they did the Boston Tea Party, mm-hmm. they dressed up like Indians for that. And, and, and I love how everybody celebrates that when they just exploit a whole race <laughs> to get over and have, uh, you know, like uh, attention diverted from them. It's like Indians are, you know, savages. <laughs> they would actually do that. So let's dress it up. <laughs> All right. Wow. Antimat says uh, the San Diego Sand ends. Ooh. Mm. It, it fits. How? It, Rhyme. Yeah, alliteration. Oh, all yeah, right. we are, we're insane. Hmm. All right, you're right. If you were going by Moho thing with Portland. By Poor Stephen, uh, 978. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, brother. Hard to say Boston is definitely the most racist city. We segregate all our cultures. All the Jews are in Newton. All the blacks are in Roxbury, Dorchester. All the whites are in Boston. Are you got any Mexicans? Hell no. All right, see? <laughs> They're in Rhode dub- Island. For dubs, it's heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to look that up on best places. I, you know, <laughs> I, now, let me tell you another place. It's uh, Detroit. Because Detroit is, what, like 90, 95% black, the actual I think it's 90, city of Detroit. Right around 90. Yeah. And then the suburbs. Yeah, Livonia is the whitest city in the world. Yeah, are just about no. 95% white. Yep. And I mean, then, it's so segregated. And then you have uh, then you have little old Dearborn, which is like, I think it has the most concentration of Iraqis outside of Iraq. Yep. It's just a real, that Detroit, we should just be done with it already. <laughs> that whole little southeastern Michigan area. Yeah, that's another World War Three waiting to start right there. Taylor, Michigan, throw it out, Taylor. Mm-hmm. All right, most ra- racist city in uh, the United States? I'd have to go Philly, because I've heard some stories about Philly. Yeah, Ron Philly. Bennington talking about just how he would hear certain sayings. Well, I, I, I heard those, those same ones when I was growing up with, like, you know, uh, that uh, I can't remember what kind of nut it was. Oh, it was, Brazil nut. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've never heard of that. Those uh, known as toes. Yeah, and toes. I never so, so they, they, they were, And like uh, the uh, the little um, kind of there's these little black gummy things that actually in stores, depending on where you are, they're called tar babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, I need some candy. And, uh. that, and that's that's why you really are surprised that they're like. People kind of grow out of the racism thing, and you can't be surprised there's so much racism out there because as a kid, you're buying candy called Tar Baby. Um, they don't mean it though. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Because I've also heard them talking about too about any meaning money mo ketcha. Yep, blank. What by the mm-hmm. toe what? tiger? You talking about? If it hollers, make him pay. <laughs> tiger <Ever>. Woods. <laughs> Fifty dollars every day. Okay. <laughs> You've heard that one, right? I haven't heard the uh, the ending to it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I think that's the way it went. Ever heard of the term enrich? Yep. You oh just yeah. Spend your money real quick. Yep. Right after pay. Yeah. You're the opposite yeah. of that. <laughs> I'm white rich apparently. <laughs> no, because you still don't have anything in the bank. I was at I was at Walmart just to antagonize a man a few nights ago. And he's like, damn it, they don't have the tuna I want. And I go, well, get the, the kind in this, like, little bag thing. And he's like, damn, it's too expensive. I go, it's 87 cents. The other one is 62 cents. It's 25 cents more. Live a little. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do spend extra 50 cents. Then he gets 87 ramen noodles. He gets the whole, like, package, the whole cardboard box, and just carries it out. I noticed after he got his job today at Steak and Shake, he went and treated himself to some KFC. Ooh, thank you very much. Shocking. So my tranny friend at the drive-thru. <laughs> Let's go to Stephanie in the 407. <laughs> I want to return to that one. Stephanie in the 407. What's up, Stephanie? 
Hey, I got a racist sports team for y'all. Okay. It's the Cleveland Crackers. I'm offended. Uh, now I'm livid. <laughs> Wait, I don't care. <laughs> Who cares about Cracker? How dare you, sir? The Washington White Bread. Give me some salted saltines. <laughs> I'll be happy. Salt Lake City saltines? There you go. Yeah. Ooh. Um... But yeah, I was thinking about that, like, with the most... All right, in all my travels, Texas, I never found Texas all that racist. Really? Especially, I've heard bad things about Texas. Especially can, to compare to. Now, I'm not saying that it isn't. I've heard the Latin people are the most racist down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mexicans are racist people. There's no lie. Like, if I probably heard more anything, it's a word that I'd rather not repeat on the radio. Mm-hmm. Just because. Repeat it on the webcam, then. Someone's here. Um, Manhole? I understand. Yeah. Cover your ears. Earmuffs. Let me me tell you what's funny, too, just speaking about that. In in Texas, I I never heard any, like, anti-Semitic things. Never once did I hear an anti-Semitic thing growing up in Texas. I I did, like, uh, you know, anytime, you know, you got screwed out of something, it was always called, I got Jewed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember saying that in class, and the teacher got pissed. I had no idea. In Ms. Steinberg's class. <laughs> I had no clue. Let's go to PJ in the 407. What's up, PJ? Yo. Hey, got? if it wasn't for the blacks and the Puerto Ricans, we wouldn't have such good dope up there. All right. <laughs> God. That's true, oh Very incredibly wrong guy. I would have to say Berkeley, California is probably the most racist city in the entire, uh, entire U.S. You're a very incredibly wrong guy. <laughs> They're open, like in Ann Arbor. Um, I, I All right, so Lubbock, Texas, I remember the big thing when I was in college there. Hampton University came to play, and their coach got arrested for driving while black, mm-hmm. essentially. And they still had a sign up in the east part of Lubbock that had a... Uh, Colors, like this one, this old building, mm-hmm. just to kind of remind over a water fountain. Colors, laundry mat. It's, it's just the heritage of the place. They are trying to hate still. It's just historic. How about these Houston honkies? <laughs> Would Houston honkies work for you as opposed to the Washington Redskins? No, I'd be completely offended. Um, I'd be offended they couldn't come up with something more uh, scathing. Let's go to uh, Joe in the four hundred seven. About the Chicago Shaka Zulus. Now, would that be something that was just as bad as the Washington Redskins? No, I think that's, you know, a proud name. I think we should go with that instead of the Blackhawks. Mm. Mm. I'd have to say Fowlerville, Michigan is one of the most racist places I've ever seen. You've never been there. No, but I I had a buddy of mine, Erod, who's Cuban, who I lived with and came to live with me in Michigan for a little while. He came over to your place and describe what your mom said. <laughs> well, uh, we were going over to play basketball up at the school. We, I had a bunch of friends, and he came with me. And uh, what what was it? Uh, he was taking a shower at the time, and my mom was. Uh, what did she say about him? She said. Uh, I thought it was something along the lines of. Is he I've heard say- I've heard things about those people. Yeah, is he going to take anything? <laughs> yeah, or something like that. He's not. He's not going to steal anything, is he? <laughs> I'm like, no, why would he? Well, I've heard stuff about those people. And he's Cuban, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's right. He was a thief, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Really, was he? Yeah. He he actually, he ran one of those scams at the shopping, like he used to be a checkout person at Albertsons, and he ran the scam and eventually got fired in high school. 
he would have all of us come over and get into his checkout line, mm-hmm. and like two hundred dollars worth of groceries would cost us like seventy five bucks because <laughs> he would just run stuff past the scanner and not actually run it over it and not run it over the scanner. And then finally, I don't know if it was a secret shopper or something busted him. I'm sure they just looked at the tape and saw that uh, he was just loading bags full of stuff and only collecting like thirty bucks. I got this one on the instant messenger: the Baltimore Beaners. Would that would that offend you? That one that, that one offends me, but somehow Redskins are okay. Well, it offends the people that uh, that uh, it kind of you know pokes fun at, but there's not enough of them to create a big uh, uproar. Let me tell you this too. What's a little disappointing while we're on the subject of sports? Um, a major NFL team has banned the hazing of rookies. And I'll tell you which one it is next. But we can still haze Mexicans. So, I mean, not, not what? Indians. What? <laughs> Indians. What the hell? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, hour one. Or hour three, sorry. Join me Saturday at uh, Sports Authority from noon until 2, located at uh, 610 North Alafaya Trail in Orlando. Get us some real radio prizes, free food, also, too. Uh, hide out bumper stickers. Register for your chance to win a trip to Amelia Island. So that is going on. Um. Coming up uh, this Saturday at the Sports Authority. Then afterwards, we're all going to head out for Heretic Hoop It Up. You had another fantastic time out there, J-Dubs. Awesome. Um, all right, so the Minnesota Vikings have banned hazing on rookies. <laughs> and here's the thing about it. I know they had a lot of trouble last year, especially... The, uh, what was it, the sex boat, or what were they calling it? Yeah, essentially that's what it was. Where just all kinds of nastiness went down. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you ban hazing, though, especially when it comes to any sort of male activity... That's part of bonding. That's what guys are supposed to do. You're supposed to bond. You're supposed to haze the new guys in town. And I just don't know, you know, they go through here, and I know a lot of it was because of... Um, yeah, all the scandals from last year, but still, I mean, that, that's going to kill your locker room. Do you think it will end up hurting? Yeah, definitely. There's no way that you can be, you know, uh, uh, a team without your normal team things. This is something that you grow up with throughout high school, college, and uh, now in the pros, you kind of carry along that tradition, and it makes it feel like the teams you were on before. So, now what was the worst hazing you ever got? Um, I, you know, we never got the, I never got, like, the big hazing because I was friends with the upperclassmen, but I would, you know, get, like, snapped and that kind of stuff. I dished out a lot of hazing with uh, the uh, number one tag that we used to do. Um, uh, we also, uh, in wrestling, we did uh, this thing called wrestling soccer, which is basically no rule soccer, and it always ended up with, like, uh, this kid named Bryce Woods. We call him the Raptor. He uh, had his own finishing move in high school wrestling, which was just ridiculous. Uh, but he, uh, we would every year at the end of, uh, of uh, wrestling soccer, we would lift him up by his underwear and hang him on the pole and leave him out there. And the coach is right there watching this whole thing go down. The coaches thought it was good to build team morale. And also, it taught you how to be tough. If you're tough enough not to let that happen, do you? You know, you. Uh, 
and that's what you know kind of drove you for next year. I'm going to get badass, and then they are going to do this to me. But if you're at the bottom of the food chain, you're going to be treated like it. I um I always participated in the hazing, but I never got hazed really. And so even now, you even see on the show that I don't really even get hazed. But boy, we love to dish it out. And I don't mind taking my bumps, you know, when I deserve them or, you know, if it's for the good of the team. All right, people are going to back to the uh, racist NFL names. Mm-hmm. Um, the Iceman says, how about the Miami Rafter Riders? I kind of like that one. And then this one's just mean, the San Francisco Slant Eyes. But again, Aww. I don't see how that's any worse than the Washington Redskins. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, I just don't know how it's worse. And that's really where it's at. Now, honestly, one that could have gotten by and uh, probably still would be in use right now if it, if it was ever made, like the uh, Oregon Orientals. That's one that kind of wasn't, you know, a big deal, you know, way back, like when the Redskins were created. But now... With how politically correct it's gotten. So you're saying if originally Oregonists have been the Ducks, mm-hmm. they went with the Orientals, which, by the way, rugs are Oriental, not people. That's what I'm saying. But it, 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 I, I think uh, probably 40, 50 years ago, people wouldn't have looked twice at it. But now, that would have been good for you know the whole World War II angle. I guess. It could have worked back then for the internment camps. Mm-hmm. Dubs, you found this... Um, Illinois internment camps. <laughs> That'd be a good name. Uh, this is, I guess, something about crosswalks. A story you found from the Chicago Tribune. Yes, uh, actually, there's a there's a story out there saying that the little button you press to cross the street isn't hooked to anything, and you're yeah. just doing it for nothing. Exactly. It ever, never works. I've ever thought won- that for years. Ever wonder whether hitting that button at the intersection, the walk button, whether it gets you across the street any faster? Well, the Tribune's John Hilkovich wanted to know. John, what'd you find out? Well, these walk buttons, uh, you know, they're supposed to be aids to pedestrians, but I think most pedestrians are leery, whether these things are anything more than a placebo to sort of, uh, you know, make you a little happier as you're waiting uh, your turn. And really, uh, it depends. It's a, it's a matter of luck in some cases. It's a matter of the time of day, how much traffic volume, and, 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 and other factors as to whether pushing that button will have any impact at all. could take uh, up to two and a half minutes to activate. What about this picture in the paper, the guy on the horse? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty, we, we, pretty we, cool. we do have all sorts of different walk buttons in the area. Uh, high-mounted ones for horseback riders. Uh, there are some that That's have interesting to me. effect for... Uh, that there's so many horseback riders over in Chicago that they have to have high-mounted ones. I never even thought of that. You're right. That is uh, that is odd, and especially in Chicago. Yeah, it's not like it's uh, a small town or something. Well, the thing about Chicago though is there's a lot. You Chicago's one of those cities you can easily walk around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I could I could see where that would come in. I would think more bicycles maybe. But yeah, know, but that wouldn't that wouldn't really even you wouldn't have to put higher for that. Would that be for the cops? I guess I the would cops guess on so. bicycle or on uh, on on a horse. Horseback riders. Uh, there are some that have an audio effect for uh, people who are blind uh, that would help them hone in on where the button is and, and press it. Uh, there's some, not in the Chicago area, but in other areas, where they actually have sensors. Uh, so I could detect when a pedestrian is there, and you need not even push it in that case. Uh, it'll, it'll change the cycle uh, based on knowing that pedestrian's present. All right, so that is always one of those things that I've sat there and I've thought, mm-hmm. this is doing no good. This is, like you said, a placebo just to make you think that you're, uh, you're getting uh, a little bit something extra. Have you ever tried to trick the button? 
and you know, press it over and over and over again? No. I've done that looking like a retard. I've also done the thing where I pull up to a, a stoplight, and I'm hoping it's uh, you know one of those ones that uh, Automatic. automatically changes, has mm-hmm. a sensor on it, and I'll pull up, back up, pull up again, back up, pull up again if there's I, no traffic, just trying t- to get it uh, to switch. I will do that, and I'm uh, here's one of those times being stupid, but having a radio show could work to the advantage. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered how those work. The lights that get triggered... Um, by the car. Is it weight? Is there like a... Is I there think a... some of them have that, because like, I see like a little like a strip right there, uh, or like some kind, sometimes like metal right there, is... and I always think maybe it's a wire. I, I, I never know if it's a sensor, if it's a wire, if there's like a little plate that weighs that something big is there. I've never known, but I've always wondered. I think that... it's something magnetic, like it could... Sense if there's like a car there or a person because I know like you know people walking that won't change it. Uh, here's one that I will do all the time, and that's constantly pushing the elevator button over and over again. It does no good to try to get it down like to the first floor faster. Or up here, or here at the Clear Channel compound, the elevators are so slow. But you sit there and you push that button to try to get it up. Just yell, come on! <laughs> like it, like it actually hears you. I hit the button, and then I go to the bathroom and come out. I've done that many times, and it works out for me. I'm able to go to the bathroom, wash my hands, and come back out, and it's still coming down. 407 Let's go to Smack Daddy. What's up, Smack hey. Daddy? How you guys doing? All right, buddy. What do you got? Uh, I don't know what the website is. Uh, you guys are computer genius. You could probably pull it up. Yes, we are. But I think for forty nine ninety five, you can buy one of these little black boxes that will make the red lights change when you want them to change. I've heard of these things, right. and that, that's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. Uh, and I've also heard that some people have these uh, uh, electric uh, you know, car, uh, garage door openers that will uh, kind of do the same thing. All right, from what I understand, those are for the emergency signals, and those mm-hmm. are the same ones that like the firefighters, the cops will use for, for certain lights. But it isn't for every light. Oh, no? To my understanding, it's just the ones that are marked emergency signal. No, I've heard of uh, ones that do it for everything. That would be impossible. That would be the most chaotic thing on earth if people actually had that kind of power. I know a couple people got arrested like six months ago for using them. I'll tell you another futile thing that I do, Hmm. and that's running one yellow light just to get caught at the next red light and then have the people behind me just catch me 30 seconds later. You think you're making up time, but you aren't. Albert in the 352. What's up, Albert? Hey, man. I can tell you how the traffic loops work. Hi. Right. There's two. There's a couple different types of, of traffic signal detection. Uh, yeah. One is it's just electrical loops. When a car drives over it, it's just picking up the, the metal from the car. If you're on a motorcycle, uh, it might not pick it up as good, but you can put actually put a magnet underneath the motorcycle, and it'll help pick it up a little bit better. Then, have you ever, you ever seen the cameras at the intersections? I have seen yes. some of those, but I thought those were just for running red lights. No, they're not. Those cameras are actually traffic detection uh, loops, just like the ones that are in the ground. They just they cost a little bit more to put in at first, but every time you redo the road, then you don't have to pay for it again. Ah, right. so if it if you can get it to work out for a long time for you, it's worth it. All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Because right, I've always noticed there's one signal mm-hmm. over on 436, right near 1792. In that little area, there's a Starbucks. And there's a light right there coming out of that Starbucks, that Donatello's. Uh, uh, there are a couple places over there where you can come out. 
and it's no sooner than you you pull up, I'd say probably within 15 seconds the light will change. So I think it has one of those sensors. But otherwise, at any other time during the day, you're probably pretty free and clear. And this is one of those kind of great uh, inventions that I'm glad we now have in life. But then why wouldn't they have something like that at the actual corner of 1792 and 436? Where it's just hell most of the time, and it's just stuck on the same stupid pattern. Well, you know what they're doing there now. Uh, they they were That's why they're closing down those strip clubs, is to put that kind of, uh, what is it, that, like, uh, right turn uh, ramp off of it or something. Yeah, I've seen that. I'll tell you something that does work. Hmm. Traffic weaving. No, it doesn't. Yes, it absolutely Traffic does. weaving is horrible for many different reasons. Uh-uh. Let me tell you why it works. I had the traffic pattern down on the Beltway in Washington, D.C. I knew which lanes would go faster at which spots and would maneuver it, and I guarantee you I saved myself 15 minutes of commute because here's the key. Here's the problem with most traffic, all right, whether it's on I-4, uh, especially right here where I-4 and 408 and everything kind of mixes in together. Mm-hmm. It's always the merging. It's every single time you see any sort of a backup, it's yep. because people have so little patience now, they won't do the one car in, one car go, one car in, one car go. Instead, everybody always has to get to where they want to go. Well, and a lot of people are so afraid of uh, the left lane that they, they just ride that right lane all the way to their next exit. If you get If you don't have a while before you have to get off, stay over in the left. So for the most part, what I figured out on the Beltway, and I had a little system, is getting over, you know, left, then back to right, left, back to right, and it worked amazingly. So traffic weaving can work depending on where you are, and you got to be careful. Well, you, and, and you have to know the, the pattern. If you don't know the pattern, if you're just doing it in a random area, most likely you're going to get caught again uh, stuck behind another. I will agree with that. It probably took me six to eight months of driving that beltway to figure it out. I'll tell you this. I drive I-4 so infrequently that I couldn't figure out the traffic pattern down here. I don't know it yet, just because I don't drive it all that often. Although I've picked up a little bit of a pattern on uh, 414 over to 1792 and 436, because that's the way I'll get home now. You know how I do it? Hmm. Just driving the turn lane. Fly by everybody. Let me tell you, I see this constantly. I see it all the time here, where people will get in that turn lane, then, oh, quick, one blink, scoot on over, Mm -hmm. cut you off. I see it all the time. Well... What I used to see uh, in D.C. all the time was the uh, the uh, shoulder driving, which was just as annoying. All right, people will tell me the emer- emergency lanes work great. I don't think you can drive in those. I don't think you can drive in the emergency Why? lane nice or the shoulder clear. lane. Yes, it is wide open. But at the same time, too, I don't think you can do it. Although I wonder if you could. You know what I've always seen, Tom, I always wanted to ride a motorcycle? To weave in between the lanes in traffic. That seems dangerous to me. Of course it is, but it just seems I've seen people do it. And how many times do you get the hell scared out of you over someone on a crotch rocket going right in between, I mean, like, 80 miles an hour? All someone has to do is just open the door and it'll be over for Open them. the door or even do that like, you know, like you're waiting to get over into the uh, other lane and someone's about to let you in. If you just you know, turned your wheel just a little bit, you would nail them. But you see, this is why we're a couple of pusses with cats. Because we'd never get on a crotch rocket. We'd never go 80 miles per hour in between cars stuck in traffic. No, we're going to go home and pet our kittens. Mm-hmm. That's you and I. I can't wait to get home. <laughs> That's uh, Actually, Dubs goes and walks his dog. I forgot to tell you, Dubs, she tried to take a bite out of a little black girl by the pool. Of course she did. <laughs> I forgot all about it, and then I started laughing hysterically. T-Lay in the 321. What's up, T-Lay? 
T-Line. Hey. Go. I'm actually on 436 right now, and uh, I have to say that uh, I'm, I'm pretty bad with the cutting people off and driving in the wrong lane at the wrong time. And, it, like, there's one part where you can go down by, like, where... All right, thank you. Four, Did you have something else to say, too, T-Line? Well, it's like where the 434, where 434 is at. All right. I can't sit here. Jason in the 352. I can't sit here and have you give me traffic patterns all the time. Is Trump's really clear? Um, honestly, I haven't seen him with a girl, so there's a good chance he yeah. could be. I don't know. I was just I already was, so uh, I'd probably bark up his tree. I don't know. All right, thank you. Go ahead and do that. All right, here's a true fact, apparently. Okay. There aren't enough cops to hold up the laws. So according to this person, speed, cut off people, weave recklessly, no one will catch you. I can believe that. Yeah. I, the way I the, see the lawlessness on the highways, I could easily see it. No one's getting pulled over. There was one in Detroit. I can't remember what... Uh, Unless you have an expired tag. Yeah. Chunk's, Chunk's got a ticket last week for having an expired tag, <laughs> even when he had the real one sitting in his car. But uh, the one thing that uh, that I, I always knew in Detroit, there was this one highway where they built the walls too close to the highway so there's no way of cops you know waiting there so if you didn't see a cop uh, behind or in front of you you knew you could just fly as long as you wanted here's the thing i never keep up with the flow of traffic because i'm afraid i'd be speeding yet i know i'd probably be the one most likely to get pulled over Mm -hmm. for going three miles over as opposed to going 12 to 15 i just can't keep up with them i feel like i'm breaking the law too much this is what I can't do. That's why I've never done a drug a day in my life. This is why I just got a little kid You're named just too Tyrone. Scared. I am. I'm afraid of the laws. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Now, how are the people say, make the miracle, the lyrical, black is back, all in, we're going to win, check it out. Yeah, y'all, come on. Here we go again. Turn it up. Bring it on. Kick it off hour for Monday night, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. F.A. and Dubs are with you. People are loving Real Radio TV. On RealRadio.fm, you can actually see everything happen. I kind of, this is where it's going to be odd. And this is where it's just natural as a performer. Mm-hmm. When you're a uh, performer, yes. because I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say we're broadcasters. Mm-mm. I think more than anything we're else, we're performers. <laughs> and... Whenever people come into the open door, we love it, but we play to them. Yeah, we try to play it up so visually. Because you have the in-studio audience. Mm -hmm. Now I'm wondering the same kind of thing about real TV. It's almost the pressure of always having the heretics in studio. Well, we've done pretty well tonight where we haven't you know, had to uh, do a bunch of stunts and everything trying to appease. I've almost wanted to, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Now that we have these... I'm thinking back to all the stuff that we had done before. Just redoing it? Yeah. We need a real dumbass intern to recreate everything on. <laughs> hmm. David in the 386. What's up, David? Hey, man. I've, I've got a name for a team that Manhole might like. Okay. San Francisco Bearbackers. Oh, that's for you, Manhole. And maybe, is he dumb enough to do all the stunts? No. When I interviewed him, he said he would do any stunt. Did he? Yes, he did. That's why you think he got the job in the other way. I didn't say I would do any You stunt. did, you son of a bitch. You were scratching <laughs> your neck. You were all nervous. And I said, what about stunts? You go, I would do any stunt you wanted. 
I don't think I said it like that. I think I said, oh, yeah, I'm pretty said cool. Yeah, I'll do any stunt you wanted. Okay. Hey. <laughs> oh, I got one. <laughs> Let me ask you, man. How, how well do you think you know all of us? Uh, I'd like to know you better. Pretty well. Do you think that you could decipher our smells? Mm, <laughs> probably. So, like, if we were to get some, like, toilet paper and put it under our armpits... Like you did for chunks? Oh, God damn it. See, that's what I'm saying. Thanks, YouTube. Son of a bitch. That's what, so that's what we get when we have an intern that does their homework. Although, what are the chances that Pillow Pants hasn't seen that video yet? Probably pretty good. I don't know. I think he may have. Do you, do you, either you guys know uh, Manhole or Sea uh, Lion? If uh, he's seen the video? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. All right, here's what we did. So, when this was Chunk's very first time on the show. Is mm. it on YouTube? It's on the podcasting. It's on HideoutHeretics.net, too. Okay, and I know it's under the podcasting, I believe, under stunts. But Pillow Pants doesn't go to HideoutHeretics.net. We, ch- we tricked Chunks into seeing if he could decipher the smells of the hideout. So we told him, hey, sniff our armpits, and then we'll get tissue paper and stuff it in our armpits. For everyone you get correct, you get $5. And as a poor college student, he was ready to hop all over. Oh, no, no, no. Damn it. You got pillow pants on the phone. Pillow pants. Yeah, what's up? Where are you? I just got out of uh, Festival Bay. Have you, uh, have you seen all the videos of the hideout? Yes, and I was listening to you guys talking about it. What, what, now, what's wrong with Manhole and Celine that they don't want to do anything now? They're wishing out on you? <sighs> I said I would do it, but I already know what it is. All right, see, yeah, this, yeah, why are you throwing me under the bus again? All right, well, then beat it. I don't need you. Cut that bitch off. Let's call her. Amen. <laughs> but the idea was, so he thought he was sni- detecting the underarm sniffs. Mm-hmm. In reality... We ended up using the paper as toilet paper, mm-hmm. like wiping our backsides, and then Chunks just sat there. I'm telling you. I mean, he was huffing it. I'm, you got to see it. It's on the podcasting under uh, stunts, I believe. What's and, uh, that smell? And I know it's Tommy also. Tommy left a marking. Yeah, and I also know it's on hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> I'll go back and watch that once a year, and I've, I, it's one of those rare times on the air. Mm-hmm. That I lost it and just couldn't hold it together. <laughs> the funny part is he identifies some of them with really big confidence and is right about them. That's the I, best part. Yeah, I think he, I think he got... Was it Dubs he got right? He got everybody except for... No, he, I think he got like 50% right. Yeah, okay. he didn't get them all. He got me, Tommy. Um. Anyway. Yeah. But see, something like that would be fantastic to recreate now that we have these videos. We'll have to wait till the next intern batch comes in before they watch all the videos. See, that's the problem. We need to get, like, a new out-of-towner student. Ooh, that would be good. See, the issue is that all the good stuff we've done is on tape and is mm. ava- readily available everywhere now. We'll just have to keep it a secret from them. It's on hideoutheretics.net. You can always take it off for a little bit and then put it back on. That's not enough, though. We just, you know what it is? We can't recreate. We just got to come up with new stuff. Yep. We got Now, where did that one come from, Dubs? The what's that smell? I don't know. I think we just thought of it on the fly. Oh wait, there was another one that we did. You know what? This one probably could be recreatable. Okay. Get out of here, manhole. Go into the soundproof booth. <laughs> Hurry up, you too, C Lane. Make sure he doesn't hear anything, C Lane. No, I want. Yeah, I want them both in there. Yeah, make sure he doesn't hear you see anything, C Lane. All right, here's what I'm thinking. Remember when we did. Um, 
the watch the um, pizza roll roulette. Mm-hmm. Do you think they've? Did we have anything with pizza roll roulette anywhere? I don't think so. No. That wasn't even taped. No, that was too early to be taped. All right, here's what pizza roll roulette is. I thought we did that here. Well, no. we even told them what the the stakes were when we did it. That's they, right. They knew. They knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's where the idea came from. Uh, we had an overnight guy in Lansing uh, that worked over at the New Rock Station, and me and uh, our buddy Shafee were working over at the uh, the uh, regular rock station. And we would get pizza rolls, like, every night. And we'd be in the studio eating the pizza rolls and everything. And this son of a bitch from the New Rock Station would come over and just start dipping his big, filthy paws into our uh, pizza rolls. And we didn't do this for the air or anything. This is just uh, for our enjoyment. Um, I I took uh, one of the pizza rolls and stuck it... Uh, undercarriage. In, on my undercarriage, yeah. And then Got uh, some sh- from Munda cheese on it. Yep, and then Shafee put one between the pillows. And uh, then we put those two back on the, the plate with four regular ones. And we were just sitting there acting like we're stuffed. And when he came back in, we're like, dude, do you want the rest of these pizza rolls? We can't eat any more. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take them. <laughs> and I uh, took them back in there. 15, 20 minutes later, I go peek into a studio. They're all gone. Yeah, I just devoured, essentially, you guys. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is here, the way these cameras could come into play, we could actually show people that we're stuffing them mm-hmm. and then have the cameras on them real time as they eat them. I don't think we can deal with this batch of dumbasses, though. Mm-mm. They just already know too much about the show. We need the next good. When we did it, when we did it with our sideshow intern back then, uh, he knew the whole time, and we just told him if he picked the right one, you know, he got something. He got like if, a case of beer. Yeah, and if not, he uh, he got nothing. And then we did double or nothing on it because I I saw him eat the the not one before, and then I'm like, hey, all right, double or nothing. You know, if you uh, we don't know if you got that one right yet, but you can eat two of them. And, uh, you know, if he did get it wrong, you can still get it right. And I knew he had it right, but then he picked one of the wrong ones. Yeah, we completely tricked him into it. It was fantastic. And he could tell as soon as he put it in his mouth yep. that it had been fouled by J-Dubs. <laughs> so these are the kind of things that I want to do. But we can't do it every night. No. But the thing is, we're playing to the camera now. Why gonna... not? I kind of want to. It's so much fun when you think about that stuff. And it makes the time fly so much. All right, well, I'm going to get to thinking. Dubs, you're you're great at coming up with crap like this. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of some stuff. This is where you excel. Right, you can tell the retards come I, back in now. I want to do the uh, phrase the gays. What's that? Where we just write a really homoerotic term on the uh, intern's head, and whoever can identify it first and call in with it gets the phrase the gays. You win a prize. I love playing off of these really bad radio stations. Right, do you want to start that now, then? Sure. All right, get manhole in here. Hold on, let me see if I can grab him real fast. What do you got? What about another spin on phrase that gays? We just pick up phrase, and whoever, whenever we say that phrase on air, the interns have to kiss. <laughs> that would be good, too. I, I don't think that C-Lane uh, would go for it. All right, what was it? Repeat it. Okay, he wanted to do a thing of the phrase of gays, but anytime we say that phrase, instead of writing it on the, the intern's forehead, uh, we will say the phrase, and then uh, the interns have to kiss. I like that. Say that. I think that works, manhole. You down with that? You what? said anything. I don't, I don't even, I didn't, all I heard was interns kiss. I didn't even hear the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, that's basically all I have to be cool with. <laughs> 
Just not on the lips, maybe the cheek. Nah, just the peck on the lips. Okay, okay, here's the deal. Not on the lips. Each of you go in on the neck. All right. Turn your heads and reach to the neck with your lips and just go... With tongue. And a nice little peck. Would you do Every that? Every time we say a certain phrase. I guess. <laughs> Hands I'd be happy about it, but I said I would do it. C- I said I'll do anything. So. I never said anything. <laughs> All right, C-Lane, you're in. Why not? All right. <laughs> All right, get in here. Okay, so what's now the phrase that gays? Um... Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it's not a phrase, it's just a word. It's just a word you can't spell. 407 star one zero four one in your singular wireless phone. I'm getting a word from uh, people online. This stunt is so gay. Yes, it's the phrase of the gays. Yeah. Of course it's going to be a little bit now, see, queer. Here's the problem when I allow doves to start coming up with this crap. It's always... Gay? Yes. Just every time it is. It's completely, um... Mo. Mm-hmm. And you don't even hide it all that well. I, I, I'm coming up with the phrase of gays. Am I hiding it at all? But that's what I'm saying, is that every... There's no way around that. All right, here, K-Mike has a great one. What? Don't be racist. <laughs> that's figures. Don't be Double racist. racist. Oh. Uh, there's the phrase of gays. All right, so anytime... Uh, all right, well, are the uh, cameras switched over? Switched. All right. All right, so anytime you guys hear, don't be racist. Each of you guys have to lean in, turn your heads, and kiss each other on the neck. Again, you can see this on this real... so queer. <laughs> on realradio.fm. <laughs> and I'm going... I'm <clears throat> logging in right now. It's now the new Real Radio TV, and this is what we're doing with it. And don't be racist is the phrase of gays. See, this is what I'm saying. Every time with you, it's something homoerotic, man. Every time. All right. Why can't we do that with, like, hot chicks or something? It's got to be these two flabby bastards. <laughs> you guys got to do it. Come on. Oh, man, I'm in the background. I'm I'm ducking down. Go ahead. What? You guys got We said the phrase of gays. Don't be racist. All right, lean in. And kiss each other on the neck. <laughs> All right, man, hold your first. I want to be able to hear it, too. Oh, I'm going to throw up. It's got to be slow and sensual. Mm-hmm. You'll get it right next time. That was pretty sensual. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, very sensual. Snake Master in the 407. Hello, hello, how are you guys today? All right, no, no voices. Right, the magic word should be snake penis. It's <sighs> not what you say. What? All right, boys. I think I'm about to watch. I, I think it's going in there, too. There's, there they are taking off their headphones. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. I love it. All right, anytime don't be racist comes up. Not that time, but anytime it just yep. comes up in the spur of the conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, whenever it just comes up in the spur of the conversation, we'll. All righty, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. We'll try to figure out whenever we can do Don't it. Don't be racist. Ah, oh, there oh. it goes again. Oh, you said figure. You yeah. have no reason to say it though. What? <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I love how people are like, "When did the hideout turn gay?" <laughs>
When did you start listening? <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit over the... All right, Dubs, can you come up with anything else? Yeah, they'll, uh, instead of kissing each other in your neck, uh, they'll use hands on each other. All right. Oh, you want me to come up with a different idea? Yeah, here, here is the next round. <laughs> it's so clear. Jimmy the Greek in the 407. Look at that monkey run. Well, you got two of them wrong, but I don't want you to be racist. Don't be racist about it. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> what? Uh, Joe in the 407. Did I ever tell you my favorite rapper is Jay-Z, a.k.a. Jigger? Don't no, be racist. Jigger. With an A. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so dirty. Oh, I think I'd rather have a like a snake coming up behind me than these two. Well, if, uh, if I stand behind you a little bit later, you may. Just as gay. <laughs> this is so awkward. What are these boys doing? Now there's like two in a row that you're about to get. Dan on the 352. What's up, Dan? This is the worst nighttime show I've ever heard. Where'd you guys come from? I mean, you're uh, you're horrible. You got anything else? Yeah, I do. I actually keep on going. Roll. Yeah, roll. Okay. Uh, you guys sound like frat radio. I mean, it's just disgusting. You have no talent whatsoever. Um, for you guys to put the, together an entertaining program, uh, it, you're not you're not. It's not possible. You guys suck. Do you want me to keep going? Cause yeah, I yeah, because... Uh, okay, uh, yeah, it's not like you're hanging me out to dry here because you guys are really bad. I and you're saying the same things over and over again. All right, I, I why do don't you try you not repeating yourself? Do you have a nighttime radio show, Dan? Radio, but uh, you must have been on your knees sucking someone because... No, no you can't say that. Man, we got to dump you. Well, I'll let you go as long as you want. You can keep it clean. And not say the same things over and over again. Yeah, I wonder how we didn't get a job considering we've worked in a major market. We're now here at Real Radio. I want him to call back and say where we can listen to his show. I wonder how talentless exactly we are when people are after us right now. Let's just see how talentless we are. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dan on the 407. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, buddy? I just wanted to make a quick comment on that guy that just called in. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably just some angry black guy that's uh, blaming Whitey for keeping him down. All right, don't, don't be, be racist. racist. <laughs> There's no reason. Mwah. Is that brute? <laughs> it's actually Curve Crush. Awesome. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Evil clown in the 407. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering. I'm, I'm thinking about shooting myself in the head, but I don't know if I should pull the trigger. Don't be don't racist, racist, evil clown. Good to hear from you, Big Dave. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour four in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, the bird flu's here. Yeah? We finally made it. Where did uh, where did it come up at? Michigan. Really? Where all the ca- uh, crap comes from? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I guess a couple of Michigan swams are infected. Oh, yeah. we have any human ones that though? No, well that's the big thing though is that it you know it's obviously birds first. Yeah. And then from there the bird handlers somehow get it on them, mm-hmm. and before you know it, everybody's um, 
Ari, I, I guess it's just a, in another case of the flow, another strain of the flow. Mm-hmm. And then from there, what do you do? You know, well, it's still not human to human yet. I mean, you, you don't get a bird to human. Yeah, you've got to you got to let it run its course. Yes, manhole. How many bird handlers are there that it's going to actually make a difference? In the U.S., you know, there's not a whole lot, so I couldn't see it being seen a see it being a big deal. Yeah, I think, in other countries, it could be a bigger deal. You have to actually touch the bird to get it. It's, I believe like so. Yeah, I believe so. And the other thing about it too is they worried that it would like bird handlers would get it, like in a place like Thailand or something like that. Come into contact with somebody else who then went and got on a plane and then spread it that way. That's always the way they worry a big infection is going to break out. Not even necessarily locally, but someone hopping on a plane and then all those people, you know, 200 people on a plane spreading out from there and uh, everyone getting sick from that point on. But to my understanding, it's still not human to human, so you have to come in contact with that bird to get it. Exactly. So, But that's the fear of when it becomes, you know, able to be contracted from human to human. That's when it gets... Touchy. Um, and did you see that boy George was running around New York City with a broom? This was part of his... <laughs> that was lined up for last segment. It just so happened. <laughs> this was part of his, um, I guess, punishment. I think he was drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. And he had to do some community service. And it was this media circus with boy George running around. Cleaning the streets with a broom. He was doing that thing of, I gotta go pick up the trash. Yeah, wearing the orange vest. Right. Yeah, he was cleaning up in New York while wearing an orange workman's bib and bin gloves. Well, at least he's uh, serving out his thing. <laughs> How long has it been since he's been relevant anyway? He said, blank off. <laughs> he goes, this is pathetic. This is supposed to be community service and you're just making it a nightmare. <laughs> It's not supposed to be fun. That's why that way, that's what keeps you out of trouble, not wanting to do that stuff. So is, maybe you won't be uh, carrying drugs around next time. This is supposed to be making me humble, so why won't you just let me do it? Is he all in his makeup and everything? I'm sure. He goes everywhere in his that. glitter? No, he looked like he was pretty um, just hanging out. What did he do wrong? I'm trying to go through here and find what it was that he did. Didn't he, uh, he called, like, uh, or someone called the police on him, and they came over, and there was, like, uh, coke there, I believe? Yeah, like a couple kilos, I think. Um, yeah, a lot of coke. <laughs> All right, let me ask you. Are there certain words that over in England they're still using that we just don't use here? Why? I'm going to read you this sentence out of the sun. Okay. Later, the exhausted star, who was supervised by a uniformed guard, paused for a fag break. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. I think they're just messing with uh, Boy George now. I honestly think that's all that is is a dig. <laughs> don't be racist. Hey, don't, be yeah, racist. don't be racist. Oh, oops. Feeling. Come on in. Praise the gays. You're right, now that I think about it. Because I know in England they could say smoke break. Mm-hmm. But instead, because it's Boy George, you know if it's like Russell Crowe or Colin Farrell, they're not saying... Oh. <laughs> They're not saying stopped for a... Uh... Oh, Chunks wasn't here for uh, the whole phrase of the gays. I Anytime mean... we say don't be racist in conversation, you know, do it now, I'm just uh, recapping what it is, uh, they have to kiss each other on the neck. <laughs> All right, people are telling me that fags are cigarettes. I understand. I know, that. but I know uh, that. The, 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 they're using that word. Obviously, they don't have to over there. I always thought it was a... Like a played-out term. Yeah. I didn't know it was still used for that. All right, people are acting like I'm the dumbest person on earth. All right, but Penguin, who I think is over in Ireland, says they are still called 
cigarettes are still called fags. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was under the assumption that that was, you know, an old term they used over there, but they don't use it anymore. All right, I need someone to find me the details on what happened, because Bipolar Steve's telling me he called the police on himself because he thought he was being robbed. Yeah, I, I believe that that was the thing. He called the police, and uh, when they got over there, he was just on drugs. All right, Al Ross wants to know, it wasn't a smoke break. He was stopping to change his outfit and freshen up his makeup. See, then I could understand the use of the term. But right now, I don't know if you... I'm telling you, if maybe he was he any was other butch guy, they wouldn't have done it. Maybe he was just working outside all day, and he had to go to the uh, restroom, and boy, jo- uh, George Michael's in there, and they just had a little break. Mm, wow. <laughs> long way to go for that one. I know. It's been a long day. <laughs> Hi. Radio Roadblock. <laughs> My goodness. I've been sitting next to ceiling. What do you expect to happen to me? Sucks the funny right out of you, doesn't yes. it? Yes. And out of manhole. Uh, the bag break. But see, that's hey. the thing too is they people all the time it's used uh, over there. No one call, no one thinks it's offensive. No, it's just always fascinating to me how certain words, yeah, from uh, area to area, become taboo are just taken. Like even some up like down here mm-hmm. that are somehow offensive up north. That's eh, no, that's not that big a deal. Example? I can't think of any right now. <laughs> Boy. Uh, you know what? Boy is one. Yeah. Because up, no one will use that really up north. He'd be like, that's my boy. But down here, the nice little twinge of, that's my boy. Boy? My boy, my boy. That easily could be one of those really gay, hey, wait a second now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that right here? Steve in the 321. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, boys? How y'all doing? <laughs> All right. What's See, you? there's the twang. There it is. Yeah, uh, I just want to let you guys know I heard Matt Albert bragging about all the gigger bites he has on his chair. Oh, right. Don't be racist. I like the uh, I like the creativity, though. Gigger bites. Hey, come on. Something I saw in Europe, it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called cell phones over there handies. So, <laughs> like, especially in Germany, so when they want to use your cell phone, they say, hey, can you give me... Yes. You know... Yeah, oh, I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm answering, saying yes. Oh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no. Penguin also says he's listening in Ireland on Real Radio. Uh, actually, I think he's listening on Underground. So never mind. Um, another example: erasers mm-hmm. are called rubbers. That's speaking of a word you hadn't used in that term in a long time. Like, can I? You know, I got to go stop and give me some rubbers or dummies. Well, see, what word do you use for? Do you use condoms? Yeah, I just I say condoms. I say domes. Okay, I can see that. But rubbers. There's something yeah. about, I need to stop by the store and get rubbers. That's almost something you could see your dad saying. Yeah, and it just doesn't seem comfortable, which it isn't, but it seems even less. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Isn't that what they used to be in the olden times? Wasn't it actual rubber or no? Like, uh, I believe I, so. I know there was like the lambskin. I don't even know how that works. I don't even know if that it, was... it, it just protects you against uh, like uh, getting pregnant, pregnant not diseases. I think that was just in booty call. I think that's the only time they referenced the lambskin <laughs> condom. No. You can still find them. They're still out there. Wow. O-Rage in the 352. What's up, O-Rage? Hey, what's up, guys? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, my wife is English, and uh, I have to correct her all the time, uh, number one, with the fag thing. Uh-huh. So she's and, still uh, using it. Yeah, they're still using that word. And then uh, they don't call African-Americans African-Americans or blacks. They call them colored. Really? And that's a completely uh, normal term over there. No one's offended by it. They're only offended when you call them black or African-American. Really? 
Yes, sir. Oh, well, obviously they wouldn't be African-American because yeah. they're over in Britain. Black, I think, has always been a race, kind of racist thing, too, because it's based completely on skin color. Mm-hmm. And really, when it comes down to it, a guy like Wesley Snipes, black. Anyone else? Uh, Matt? Well, brown. Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like a little Hershey's Kiss. <laughs> little. Hey, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one of the stupid things I know the Brits mm-hmm. do, and it's just moronic. <laughs> I think they call uh, uh, sodas pop. And that's yeah. just gay. Yeah, I, I used to do that all the time. Oh, I, yeah, they do it in Michigan. Uh, John the Trucker in the 407. What's up, John? What's up, guys? I'm a really big fan. I'm always driving around my big rig. and um... oh, Don't be don't racist. Be racist. Oh, my goodness. I hate when English people say, uh, <laughs> instead of convenience store, they say party store. Oh. Yes, party store is one thing that I always used to say. Now, oh. when we were back in Michigan a couple of weekends ago for our buddy's mm. wedding, it was the same thing. <laughs> Turn left at the party store. You know, have you, uh, have you noticed that we don't we don't even uh, pay attention to those, those two men over there kissing when the phrase the gays comes out. I completely missed it. Funny thing was, even as soon as you put that guy in the air, Celine just stood up and walked in the other room. <laughs> he couldn't wait. Celine's into it. It was inevitable. I don't like it at all. Manhole looks like he's either going to throw up or punch yeah. him as he walks away. But then he just goes, I'm just going to take it. <laughs> all right, people on the oh, chat are saying, this is the most uh, action that Celine's ever gotten. No wonder he's into it. He's sprinting up to the uh, the neck. <laughs> yeah, I can see Manhole just looks completely annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, last time he smiled afterwards, I saw it. Hey, can I say something real fast? Sure. You know, I got a chick, and I'm really happy with her, and she's awesome, and now we have a cat who's the best, little Tyrone. <laughs> Glad you adopted from a third-world country. <laughs> but um, there's something about Manhole's chick that I want to do her. Really? Yeah, like real bad. God. You think she'd be into a threesome? No. <laughs> actually, here's the thing. Maybe a foursome. This poor intern. Oh, oh God. <laughs> you want to see what I mean? <laughs> he loves it. Loves what? Just dudes? Yeah. Here's the thing. I see this guy, and I see his chick who's hot, mm-hmm. and I know he's not giving it to her good. No. And I'm just thinking. Imagine the noises he makes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you simulate it at all, like if you had the opportunity? I'm not that loud, actually. You're doing very good. I imagine him grunting. I bet you have your eyes closed a lot, don't you? No. Now I'm watching Kevin Smith movies. Is that what gets you going, mall rats? I call it Jay. No. And she calls me a Jay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, she was in for the open door. She's always yeah. up here now. And I'm going to miss her when he goes back to school. I think she's No, she's still coming up. up. Yeah. Awesome. Do you worry about that at all? Like, somehow you're yeah. not going to be able to keep her because she's hot and you're not? Yeah, and uh, you're going to be gone, too? Not really. I mean, we've been going out for a year and we're pretty much... Like, we trust each other and everything. <laughs> you think you should? Yeah. Don't trust him, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, before you know it, mm. you know who's going to swoop in? You. No, please. I got a chick. Unless she wants to have a threesome, then I'd be in for it. I ain't C-Lane. Yep. I see Lane. I see the other unpaid in, uh, producer making his moves. Does that worry you at when all? You move, no? When you ship off to Iraq. Well, she likes Dave in. Matthews almost as much as him, so that got me a little oh, worried at first. Bro. See, that's the problem. And mm. it's not physical things that always attracts them. That's not what you got to worry about. It's when there's that special something in common. Yeah. And it starts with Dave Matthews. Yeah. Then it's other gay things like the OC. I'll crash into her. God, I hate you. Radio Roadblock. 
Go to Absinthe Coma in the 407. What's up, Absinthe Coma? Crash into a joke. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say, you all were talking about English terms. Hmm. How about the term knock you up? I mean, do you want somebody to come, if somebody's going to come by and see you, they'll tell you, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to come by and knock you up. And it just means they're going to knock on the door. Oh. That's what it means. But can you imagine being a woman and having this conversation? <laughs> right. Uh, come yeah, by and knock me up. You're blowing the rape whistle. I need some rubbers whistle. on the way. Could you stop and pick up some rubbers and fags? Uh, no, I hear you. I got to up Manhole's girlfriend. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Sea lane. I'm going to ask you to turn the mic off. Radio roadblock. Please, sir. <laughs> Let's go to Sean 386. Sean. Hey, this is Sean calling from Daytona. What's up, bro? Hey, I uh, was just giving a call to one guy that said your program wasn't that good. I disagree. Um, I just want to say you guys are awesome. You got a, a really good program, and uh, I listen to you on my way to work and stuff. It gets me pumped up. Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, we don't need our ass kiss, though. Uh, <laughs> listen, we I, I just, yeah, you, you get those hater calls every once in a while. And I, I saw another one on here saying that we're Lex and Terry ripoffs. He hung up, though. He didn't have enough uh, All right, I'm balls of, in that one. I'm out of the business. <laughs> yeah, if we're ripping off Lex and Terry, I'm done. Oh. No, he said that Real Radio has Lex and Terry, and why did they hire us? I was like, we don't have Lex and Terry at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm telling you what, dude. You don't want to mess with Lex and Terry. Do us. <laughs> <laughs> Never even dudes, heard Dudes, what's going on, dudes? I'd rather get back to Manhole's check. So let me ask you, before, because here's the thing. I'll tell you, this is a good time of year because mm -hmm. a lot of people are going on the long distance relationship thing. How many hours away are you going to be, manhole? About four and a half. Four and a half hours. So before you leave, going back up to uh, FSU, you guys going to go on like a special date and do it one last time? Probably, yeah. <laughs> she's she's actually com she's coming up with me though to move in and stuff. So and, make, do something up. And there. then you're going to make her drive back. Are you get all alone? Do you ever feel like there's this like this pressure to have sex with her before you um like before she leaves? Kind of. Well, especially like when I last last semester I would come back just for the weekends and there was a lot of pressure then. I'll tell you, <laughs> I don't like that pressure of sex. No. And let me tell you why. So before I went on this 8 days of vacation, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my chick had to have it. Of course. Well, I had to be at the airport. At, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm glad no one else cringed at that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. So anyway, uh -huh. I had to be at the airport at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And what did we do on Thursday? Um, before we went on... Did we have an open door or not? No, we did not. For some reason, I remember being up real late. And I just you wanted... You pack, that's why. Oh, that's why. I just wanted to go to bed, and I think I'd already been with myself earlier in the afternoon. But then there was this pressure of, hey, I'm not going to see you in eight days. Mm -hmm. we got to do it. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Chunks? <laughs> There's a spot in the ceiling. <laughs> Turn the camera around on him so that people could see him freak out. <laughs> so anyway... So anyway, I didn't I didn't want to do it, but I felt like I had to do it just because I was leaving for eight days and she had to have it so bad. Mm -hmm. What's wrong, chump? 
You've never had that? Do you understand what I'm saying, manhole? Yeah. Totally. Right, what about you, Dubs? What? You don't ever feel that pressure of having to have sex with your no. chick if you're going on vacation for I a don't month? care. I feel the pressure of having to take a long shower so I can run one off there. <laughs> Look at that son of a bitch just laughing it up. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Just the fact that I have sex or what? <laughs> Who? You? No, man, it's the song. You know, it's good placement. No, it wasn't. You were laughing before the He's song. So hungry. All right. Hungry. <laughs> Want to talk to the uh, Lex and Terry guy? He wants to clear it up. Why? I'm not really I'm, interested. I am for some reason. I just want to go home and play with my cat. What's up, bro? You want to go home and play with your cat? Yes. You got guys making out in your studio. Yes. I didn't say Lex and Terry was real radio. They're syndicated, first of all. You got the love doctors down at West Palm Beach, and they settle for you in a major market like Orlando? Okay, because I guess... ridiculous. You, you said nothing funny. I've been listening to it because I'm, I'm waiting for you to say something funny. Oh, already. What is it with us? I'll look, you want me to admit something? Tonight's been an awful show. You sit home and pet your cat all night? Well, I do that, too. What's wrong with being honest? What do you you want us to do? You want us to shock each other? What do you want us to do? Why don't you go home and prepare something before you want us to talk about, I don't know, Hezbollah? What do you want us to do? You're taking women in your studio, so you got two interns. Oh, yeah, because you know what? Yeah, women. No one's ever done women before. Wow, let's do something original and have a couple of lesbians in. What is everybody? Jesus Christ. Dead? Let's do something real different. Have chicks come hang out and make out with different, each other. Different. What is this? The homo station? Is that what Orlando has? Yes. What cool city do you live That's in, That's probably punk? why you got ratings. You're just sitting there pet your cats and making out with each other. Where are you from? <laughs> Sounds like a good show to me. Oh, Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the for you. Congrats. And then he just punches out. Mm. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not happy with tonight's show. No? I'll, I'll tell you straight out. I don't think tonight's been our best effort. That's just me personally. You know, whatever. You can have a yuck yuck or two. I'm not going to say it's awful. I think us at 75% is better than the majority of people. I'm not happy with tonight's show. Not just because you're tired. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, we have the phrase of gays tonight. That could be one reason. <laughs> that made your night, didn't it? <laughs> See, and that's the problem. Well, we have John in the 407 back. I'm telling you, that guy listens for five more minutes. He's going to renege on everything he said. Don't, no, don't be racist. And don't be a renegger. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't be racist. You too, Matt. Wow. Jesus. Black guy. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, we're ready at 104.1, wrapping it up on this Monday night. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, oh, great. Now there are photoshops in hideoutheretics.net. Of what? My cat being murdered. Thanks. Whatever. You sound ejected. Over what? I don't know. You just... I, I can tell it in your voice. Honestly, I want to go home. I'm not going to lie to you. Why is that? I got a long day tomorrow. Nah. So, and it's not anything in particular that I'm excited about. It's just something I have to handle. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, I'm like, nah. I would be, I'll be a lot happier tomorrow at 7 o'clock than I uh, am right now. All right, man. Uh, do you want to run through these phone calls real quick? 
Manhole, you look like an idiot on camera with your mouth open. <gasps> yeah, we can do whatever you want. Go ahead, brother. All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Start with CJ. Still a little fighting to go out. Go ahead, CJ. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. I was calling about that last call that was bitching about the show, man. That dude ain't right. Because you know what? The best time I have from Friday night till Monday night, it cost me 100 bucks an hour, and that's for a whore. <laughs> All right, so at least for here it's free. Yes. We'll yes, be your whores. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, I think. <laughs> A box of the pizza guy says, your half-staff effort is better than anything else in this half-assed town. I was like, thanks? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a compliment. And I'm not going to lie to you. Tonight it's a half-assed effort because I have a new cat and I have a big day tomorrow. And I can't be bothered with the show this evening. <laughs> Shut in the 407. Hey, Shut. what's up, dude? Go. What's up? Guess what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the hideout. Bye. I miss that guy. Hey, that was a nice one from him. I think he just his thing is all about uh, keeping us off guard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you get added by uh, MySpace.com slash Drew loves the hideout? Yes, I did. So did I. (laughs) That's not me, by the way. Everyone keeps thinking it's me because he's my number one. I'm sure it's just the heretic. I have an idea. I for think what it's it is. EJ. I think it's L. Ross. But whatever. There wild is. Hawk. Uh, I think it's the Wild Hawk. My black, and I call him my number one Negro. <sighs> Don't be racist. racist. Come on. I'm already done with him making out. <laughs> See, here's the problem. I'll be. I'll do another shoot. Dubs is gay. I am not gay. He's so <laughs> mo. I I find gay things very funny. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. It can be. Here's where the here's where the humor comes in. I love how you just I'm gonna shoot one second. Dubs is gay. <laughs> and there it is. There's no room to isolate. But you he, got enough for me over there. But here's what it is. So this I am guy gay American. He loves like we used to say in DC, and it would annoy me some nights because you think tonight's gay? In DC four to five nights were gay. Er. Right. And we used to even have this saying, specializing in homoerotic humor. Mm -hmm. Because dubs would just run with it. Like, what is it about you that you find two interns' humor so hilarious? Listen, I'm not going to lie. There have been big-time shows that have just recently hopped on the homoerotic bandwagon. Mm -hmm. I love it. And we've been doing it for a long time, and I'm like, hey, we're not getting any credit. We can be the gayest. We can be the gayest of the gay. Here's the problem. I'm wa- gay, 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 gayer. I don't want to be. Come on. I just want to do a show. Come on, let's be gay. Listen, whenever <laughs> I, when I'm not around, like from what I understand, mm-hmm. on a couple of Fridays ago when you guys were out at Universal Studios, and who yes. knows if they'll have us back, <laughs> apparently you, Dubs, as the ringleader, you mm-hmm. took it over the top. I did not. We just uh, talked about what kind of gay you'd want to be, which Tommy Bateman came up with. What do you mean, what kind of gay? That just sounds wrong. No, what kind of gay guy would you want to hang out with? Or, yeah, what, what kind of gay guy would you Why? hang out with? Halford or Lance Bass? It was uh, it was topical. Mm. <laughs> Who's like, Halford? Rob Halford? Yes. Yeah. Judas Priest? Yes. Yeah. Lance Bass. <laughs> See? Not that I'm going to participate in your little sissy conversation. And, and we figured out that um, it's really gay if you go behind someone, grab their ribcage, and... <laughs> <laughs> All right, people say isolate the dubs. Let's be gay. 
the isolation machine's not working. Well, then again. go pull it off the archiver. This Ew. whole segment. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> James in the 321. <laughs> Just a big. Mo. James. <laughs> enough already. Because then we have people tuning in for the first time that don't know the joke, and they just think all we want to do in here is be with each other in a nice daisy chain. <laughs> Pull that, too. And James, go. I want to do Jadabs all day. All right. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. I found that call to be pleasant. I know you did. <laughs> you would. Let's go to... Uh, That's what going home and hanging out with my cat tonight is going to be less queer than what I'm, you've done the majority of I'm, this show. I'm basically kissing your ear right now, have I? Maji in the 407. Hi, how y'all doing tonight? What's up? I just want to tell you that I love you so. I listen to you guys all the time, and you make my night really great. Oh, thank uh, you. More ass kissing. Thank you very much for that. I, I mean, you know, here's the thing, too. And I'm not going to lie. When we first got here, I think we made a major mistake. Hmm. I was like, you know, don't put through all the ass kiss calls and the welcome to Orlando calls because it doesn't really, like, I never like an ass kissing call. But I think the problem is you have to put it out there so that other people know, hey, people love this show. Mm-hmm. But I hate that stuff. Yeah. It always just seems... I hate, you know, giving myself the ego stroke. Because I'm the one putting up these phone calls and I see, hey, it loves the show. And I'm like, eh, all right. Yeah, but you go to it. At the same, like, I, just like I wouldn't want to hear a hate call on the on the radio, although hate calls are more interesting. I'm not real interested by a "Hey, love you" call. Love you. No, buddy. dude. <laughs> Enough, hmm? man. Radio wink for you. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm stuck with. L. Ross in the 407. Hey, Happy Dubs, love you guys. Oh, see, this uh, one. Yeah. Hey, Happy, hey, uh, I resent the implication that I created that website. I have it on good authority with Bong Swap Matt. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Oh, I thought it was Drew. Hey, I heard you guys were talking about that whole Lance Bass thing again. Yeah. I think I made a perfectly good argument about how Lance Bass would be coddling. He'd be kind. Ugh. You know what I mean? You'd still feel like a real man. Hey, Chunks. And mm-hmm. you know, I think chunks. I was totally undershot last time we did it now. And I think... Really? You, know, you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still pissed off about that. You're and a half too late, man. Ooh. Hey, guys. I uh, just wanted to say uh, you guys sound great. Welcome to Orlando, I man. See? I think the show's going to work really well. This is what I was saying. This is what we avoided for the first three months. Once we got here, and it was probably a mistake. Yeah. We should have just lied it so everybody would have been tricked into the fact that... Or we could have been like other shows where we go sit in a production room and fake the calls to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's retarded. Why would you ever... C-Lane? Do that. Again, another radio bomb you dropped. <laughs> <laughs> you and Napier. Oh, yeah. Radio's Jihad. Jihad right. Joe. <laughs> See? <laughs> This is what I'm you know, saying. I, I laughed at that one. No, I actually <laughs> laughed at that, that one. That was, was kind of funny. I'm going to give him credit for that one. Real, real Middle Eastern heroes. Uh, Bobby's oh. Pizza Guy says his ego is the only thing Dubs isn't stroking on here lately. Yeah. I, I wish we had Stop. a uh, under the uh, council cam. Not interested. During those... Uh, Not interested. Fa- uh, phrase the gays. Hmm. <sighs> Can I go now? You're into that? Where are you going? Yeah, why, why are you leaving the party, man? We can go an extra, going. We can go an extra segment. Yeah. I'm done. You guys do what you want to mm. each other. Yeah. Does anyone else not see a problem with this? I think mm. I need a... Listen. What, that I want to lick your teeth? <laughs> you want me to get really gay? <laughs> I'm going to scrape your tongue. <laughs> Somehow that's gayer than you actually wanting to commit an act. Yes. 
lick your teeth. Who says that? Who thinks that? <laughs> Let's just before I move to your rib cage and nipples. <laughs> I'm going to bite your beard. Stop. <laughs> I feel violated. How do I feel violated on my own show? I'm getting kind of turned on, too. Slurp, slurp. Ooh. Hey, take your headphones off for a second, Hefe. Yeah. Ooh, you got a real smooth shade. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Dump that. Good job, C-Lane. What happened? Started to turn the... No, my mic was off. No, you turned it you, back you on. Told me to, you didn't tell me to turn my mic off, dummy. You yeah, you told him to take the headphones off. Can you hear it over there? Yeah, yeah. I can hear it through uh, my headphones. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that was gay. I'm so done with this. All right, I, I quit. Why? What kind of razor are you using on your head? Seriously, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. It's close shave, man. Smooth cut. Monsters in the morning, Shenanbert midday, Swift in the name. afternoon, hideout back <laughs> at 7. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything. It's state class. You just want to play that. with that little beard thing. <laughs> Tickle your neck. Yeah. I hate with you. my eyelids. Just <laughs> mess with it with my fashion. Just... I smacking my yeah. You know, Everyone knows this guy sounds hot. Kick him to the floor. Got a nice voice. But he's muscular. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.